hiding. I'm trying to hide. Good day, good day, good evening. How are you? I know it does. I know it does. I can tell from the mentally unhinged spiraling the train tweeting. It's the repocalypse. It's going to be an interesting week. There's a lot going on. A lot. A lot. Hey. You shouldn't have printed that article. Don't lie. Don't lie. How you guys doing? What's up? How was your weekend? Uh, I guess it's, I mean, it's Monday, but I, I don't know why. This feels like obligation. Why do I do any of this? Why do I always begin with what the... I don't know why that is. Somewhere in my brain, it's like, for posterity reasons? Is someone... Re- oh, I mean, the, I know the police are recording them. I mean, they were. I don't know if they still are. It's pretty embarrassing to continue at this point, but maybe they are. Maybe they are. How are you guys? Homemade Napalm says we will win. We are winning. That's why they have to do as much as they do to try and stop uh, anybody like us from making any progress, which you know is continuing to happen uh, anyway. Uh, a couple of people are on, yeah, there's, there's, well, there was, how many people are on kick <laughs> three? <laughs> I'm just opening every plat 12. Wow. Okay. Never mind. Uh, yeah, there's a couple of people on there. Somebody else. No YouTube. No, I've been banned from YouTube seven times, six, seven, eight times. I don't know. I don't know how many times I still have another, what day is it today? Today's the 18th. See, there you go. There we are with the dates again until Friday. Friday, I'll be able to use YouTube again. And then by Monday, I won't because I'll be banned again. That's generally how it happens. I usually get one or two, three streams in, and then they're like, No, you said a word that hurt Bernie Faber's feelings, so we're taking your bank account. Like, it's the fucking gayest, dumbest platform. <laughs> oh, but, you know, people still use it, and I use it to steal them uh, from the clutches of the Circulonian goblin people and, and bring them to safety on another platform where you're not treated like a terrorist for fucking being alive. You know, that is what they'll do uh, to most of us. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? You like that? Insanity fleas. As I told my daughter, adult daughter, we didn't have a democracy. We have a cacistocracy. It's a good word. It is a good word, and it's an accurate word, and this is one that uh, I think, act, you know, succinctly and concisely uh, says exactly what we have here. Uh, and, and the results uh, are in, you know. It's a, it's a real thing. You can look it up. That's what the word means. Cacistocracy. It's a government by the least qualified, most stupid member. So like the worst people of your society, when your government is like, what form of government do you have? Um, idiots. Idiots, buffoons, criminals, scum, drug addicts, pedophiles, drunk drivers, uh, thieves, murderers probably, uh, fucking rapists definitely, like all of that stuff. Yeah, so the worst like like more the the honor levels are at the, at the bottom the worst people in society and when that switch it didn't used to be like this only the very very well read the very specific 
Uh, I had a good subscription from uh, Wiretap Media on Rumble. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Only the only people that really read obscure things may may recognize where this what I'm getting at. Somebody wrote about this a long time ago, but not too long ago. That, I mean, what kind of society is it that you have? And th- this was becoming a new concept at the time, at the you know turn of the century in the early 1900s. It was becoming starting to be a thing like the way the world we live in now where uh the measure of a man is counted in how much money he has how much money do you make oh i'm very it's very hard to make money you know money 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 runs the world doesn't it it didn't used to though i mean it's always been powerful but it used to have a competitor there used to be a time when men would consider money but they'd also consider their honor at the same time this was something that was important to maintain and have um, because other men also valued that, and if you didn't have any, they wouldn't deal with you, and they would regard you as scum and filth, and and so on. So it was, you know, in your best interest to to maintain that. And we just threw that. Away. We don't care about that anymore. And as a result of not valuing honor, the same or well, it should be far superior to how much money you have, because you can have tons of money and be a big, massive piece of garbage. Look at Jeffrey Epstein. And, you, and conversely, you can be completely dirt poor, but have, you know, the honor level of a king. And you probably wouldn't even need any money anyway, <laughs> because everyone would want to help you, wouldn't they? And, when, once, and, and how do you get that? Where does that come from? Because you can't buy honor with money, see? Here's where the little switcheroo happened. You can't buy that. You can't go to the honor store and buy it. It can only be acquired one way through your works, your deeds, your behavior, your life, your actions. You, your spirit, you'll prove who you are and what you are through your works and your deeds. And the tree that is you will bear the fruit of who you are, good or bad. You can't buy it. And now we live in a world where, oh, well, these people are important because uh, lots of money put them there. And this person's reliable because money put them there. And we listen to these people because money put them there. And these people are celebrities because they have lots of money and other money has put them there and so on and so forth. Do you see where I'm going with this? Uh, And, you know, how many times do you need to be told money is the root of all Yes, we know. But now we don't even have a society that values, you know, that kind of man or woman or any person as something that is 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 revered and looked up to and counted as as like a currency instead of you know looking at these people like why are they where they are some of these powerful people some of these figures and celebrities and so on are they there because why are they there because they were really good at ripping people off or they ran an only fans video web campaign like they what oh they were really good at kicking a ball around whoop de fucking do I don't care about any of that. Do you? How many people really do care about that? Does that really impress you? If you had a... Instead, we teach our young boys and our young girls and our young people that that's not what you should be chasing. You shouldn't be chasing as materialistic... It's it's nothing. It's fleeting. It's an empty... It's nothing. And look, that's what we've done. Oh, no, that's what's most important. And, oh, geez, I wonder what happened to the world. Well, we've abandoned our morality, and anything resembling common sense went with it. So when your honor and integrity and your morals and values, that that takes a backseat to money and power and things, uh, do not be surprised when your entire society starts to swirl the drain as it is now. That's the reason. That's why. And in a society that doesn't value honor, you know, 
It's very easy to end up with a bunch of apathetic people who don't really care. Everyone's just trying to get money and in that environment, or it's just to get just to pay their bills. We're basically working slaves. How many people do you know? Many of you probably are some of them. That, you know, you're working, you work full time and it's not enough. That's crazy. That's crazy. Our parents, or at least mine and their parents grew up in generations where if you had a full time job, you were going to be fine. You were working. You had something to do. And the only people that were like digging out of dumpsters and eating trash on the street were literally bums that were like, I just can't be bothered. You know, useless garbage people of which they'll always exist. They don't want to work. They're never good. They'll find excuses not to. They'll prey on people, steal from people, create scams and pretend to be hurt. And I get you know, all of that crap. Those, you know, the malingerers of society, they're always going to exist. But no honor in that, is there? So they're not they're never going to go very far. Maybe they'll survive, but they're not they're never going to make it very far. Right. But now we have uh people working full-time jobs, two full-time jobs, some of them, some people are working three or four part-time jobs in a, you know, stacked on top of each other and can't eat, don't have enough money to do anything. That's a sl- that's slavery. You're working that much to not even be able to feed yourself a decent like they're living on craft dinner. And like Vienna sausage cans, pop tarts. Like this, this isn't food. This is slave slop for poor people. Do you understand? We're supposed to be a first world country. We supposedly have a one to two trillion dollar economy. Um, and I can't even drive on the highway more than 80 kilometers an hour in Nova Scotia. I'm sure lots of people have noticed this in the last couple of years. At least this year, I really noticed it. And I asked around to some people that would know. And I'm like, what is going on with the roads? Why can't I? If it's raining, why can't I drive more than 80 without losing control of the vehicle and going? Well, that's because they decided to go with the big brain moron version of uh, road construction and paving with this, you know, you know, eco-friendly super asphalt, which actually, like everything else that's a fake substitute for the real thing that these idiots create is a very expensive and very shitty substitute for the real thing and now there is an impression in the road a dip if you will a depression sorry on uh, where the tire tracks typically go so those fill with water when it rains now and uh, yeah you're taking your life in your own hands if you go on the highway more than like 80 or you'll probably live morgan crashed her car i almost did a couple times it's just like that now because everyone's an idiot and everyone is an idiot because we don't care who's in charge or not because we don't care who's a good person or not because we don't value honor anymore we only give a shit about money and if we gave a shit about things that were more important than that bigger than that higher ideals than that uh you know Maybe we would, you know, place value on that. And then our young boys and girls, instead of looking up at, you know, OnlyFans, whores and dickhead celebrities and gangbang rapper faggots, they would look up to great men, great women, great people that did great things, things that swell your heart with pride. You can probably think of one right now. It brings you to near tears just remembering something amazing that happened. And I'm not exaggerating. What James Top did, for example, is a heroic, you know, courageous, insanely great act of selflessness, that he put his body and his mind and his life through that. He marched across the con- the continent for you. This is the kind of thing that you should be teaching young people. To- this is honor. This is what we want. And in that society, those young people, that's who they chase because they want to they be revered, right? People want to do well. They want to be successful. And we have a society that says, what's success? Success is how much money you have or how slutty you are. It, like, that's ridiculous we know where some of these ideas have been coming from over the years, and we 
Larry, I don't want to hear it. Larry, it doesn't matter who's... Larry! Larry! No. We know where a lot of these ideas and things come from, and and it's been, you know, replaced. We're upside down and we're backwards. But if you did that, if if we placed a premium on that kind of thing... Self-sacrifice, you know, courage, honor, these kinds of things. Then the men and the and the girls and the people society, they would chase that for success. And then they would instead be competing who can be a bigger piece of shit to get the most money, acquire the most power, get the most promotions, get the most elections. It's not a piece of shit competition anymore, because that's who we have. We have a giant piece of shit competition. And that's it's oh geez, I don't know why everybody in charge is such a piece of shit. Well, because it's a piece of shit competition. We need to fix that and make it a you know an awesome based heroic uh you know great person competition. Uh and the only way to do that is to value that. And if we don't value that, then you know you get what you fucking deserve, don't you? How did this happen? Uh, laziness? Apathy? Spoiled brat syndrome, a lot of things, a lot of reasons. But it's a big mess. It's a big fucking mess. A piece of shit. And I don't, it doesn't make me sad to see it. I, it makes me want to go to work, you know? Target acquired. You know what I mean? Because what's what better way? What better way to make a difference than take down pieces of shit? It's eight game time. Homemade napalm. We are winning. Very, very soul. What's up, brother? It's been a long time. <laughs> so I used to train Muay Thai, and I I once asked my Saifu. I don't know what that means. Probably their teacher or something. The guy in charge. If I should cut to 5% body fat, he said, no, look at any professional TIE fighter. They have all of a few extra pounds to minimize damage, reduce bruising, and promote recovery. Hashtag roly-poly powerful. <laughs> it's, extre- it's really hard on your body to maintain an extremely low body fat percentage. I wouldn't. I don't know why. I mean, it looks good for magazine covers. Even you see a guy in a magazine cover who's just fucking shredded. You know he looks like that for like a day, right? That's only possible for literally a day. Half a day, then you have to drink water and it immediately changes. <laughs> like you're gonna have to get some. Uh, you know the way these guys are cutting weight and stuff for fights. When I was training with them, it was just like they're drinking salt. One guy had a program; he'd have them drinking salt water and everything. It was like he's like, "I can get you cut. I can cut your weight in a week." <laughs> I was like, "This seems like it's probably dangerous." He's like, "Oh, it's dangerous, of course, but it will work." Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You don't need to get that lean, um, but you know, lean-ish. Look at look at the guys look at the fucking guys that were like ripped like during World War II. What's wrong with that? They're fucking you know. Uh, Alex Woods says to confuse you know who you should start each each show by saying the wrong date. Ah, I could. 
But then it will say when it was live streamed and won't really make a difference. But it will give them a momentary annoyance. And that maybe that's worth it. It's the little things. You're right, Alex. Maybe. Since you're going to make a mess of the recordings. We already have made lots of messes. The same kind of mess in Oklahoma City type homemade bomb that I made in my garage just now. Just now that I've placed in the sky. It's in the sky dome. I'm blowing up the sky dome. I'm making terror threats. It's The sky dome will be leveled. I've made a Timothy McVeigh Oklahoma City bomb in my garage right now. And it's, and it's in Toronto right now. This is an actionable threat, and the police are on their way. CSIS is reporting it to the F- FBI right now because they're a credible organization. <laughs> they're a credible organization! Look at some of that. There's more of the, the hate gate crap. Apparently, are we going to go to war with India now? I don't know. This fucking government is a fucking train wreck. Uh, what else? A bunch of other crap. People are getting murdered all over the place. Civil war, race war, all the war. Oh, it's all, it's going, it's just going, it's going great everywhere. Ow. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's mentioned Scott that. Yeah, I fucking near cut my damn face off shaving this morning and I fucking took a huge piece out of my lip. Bleed all down my face. I immediately took a picture of it. <laughs> Sent it to Morgan. Am I still pretty? You know? Oddly, she was into it. I don't know what that means. I don't. I don't know. I, I think we're going to another level now. But I, I, I shouldn't get into it. It's early. Brad says it really showcased how corrupt this country is when 130 unions came out of the shadows supporting the woke agenda. It just confirms what we already know. These people are paid. Union heads are paid, and union leaders are paid. And uh, there's been a lot of consulting, if you can call it that. I like to call it brainwashing and poisoning, but you can call it consulting. With again the Canadian Anti Hate Network and these people. So. This one million man Muslim march for children or whatever the hell it is going on 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 Tuesday or Wednesday on the 20th, I think. Today is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That is uh, expected to be met with uh, apparently terrorism, uh, threats of violence, harassment, intimidation, doxing, all all kinds of shit. Um, Maybe they'll run some people over with another Jeep Patriot. Has anybody got a fucking 20 on David Zegarak? Does anybody know where David Zegarak is? Huh? There's a few other fucking anti... Oh, there, there may be another Antifa member have just committed a murder here in Nova Scotia. We're still in the early stages of that, but it does appear that a, yet again, another fucking associate of the anti-hate network and Antifa, you know, may have murdered a woman the other day, uh, just decided to take pictures of a dead body he found and put it on social media, and uh, I didn't see it, but other people did, and I was like, did she look freshly dead? Like... Obviously, my first question is, did you kill her? You know, and uh, anyway, we'll see what happens with that. But that's that's just where we're going. And now they want five million or six million more dollars. Six million dollars. Bernie needs six million dollars. Precisely six million on the dot. I guess that's what he needs to uh, continue ruining the country. But we'll see. Um, let's. I'll, I'll just. Uh, move to this right now before I before I completely forget and I've already lost it I've already lost it uh, I recommend this a lot for anybody because I understand it's a lot there's a lot going on the last few years has been crazy a million things have happened how do you even begin to describe you know <laughs> and again Karima did a wonderful job 85 pages you know ripping this to shreds very meticulously methodically dissecting this whole situation. But even then, 85 pages is, is most people have the attention span of a fish, you know. Uh, all the receipts are in there. All of the documents have been published. Eleven, Nearly 1,100 pages of internal RCMP emails and CSIS briefing documents and blah, 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 and all of this kind of crap. However, uh, True North has just uh, reported it today. Cosman uh, published something earlier this afternoon. 
um, on the on the Hategate scandal, which it very much is. And now, if you want to, so if you want to uh, explain this to someone, or you someone in your friends, family circle, whoever, or you're just curious yourself, uh, right here, Harrison Faulkner from True North uh, he has a show on uh, that he that he does called Ratioed, apostrophe D. Uh, it's 15 minutes. You can just uh, go here. It's no, it's 13 minutes, so not even. Okay, 13 minutes, and uh, he'll he'll tell you all about it. And uh, it he nailed it. Uh, they act they knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I was impressed actually. He actually would have had to go back and read and uh, watch a lot of old video. He pulled clips and you know quotes and stuff from somewhere that I haven't seen in a while actually. So I don't know if they've been tracking this for a little while or he had some help or heads up or whatever. But um, check definitely check this out. It's a very cra- <laughs> very crazy, very insane story, and uh, he lays it out uh, pretty well. I thought for only for only ten or thirteen or fourteen. 13 minutes and 20-some seconds or something. True North uh, has it for you. and uh, But more importantly to that, actually, I'll probably just get to this right away because this I definitely don't want to make because this is important. Some things I'm like, mostly we're just fucking around here, you know? But every once in a while, this this is important. You do not want... Okay, it's $5 million. They want $5 million more dollars. You know, uh, was it Morgan brought this? Yeah, BlackRock's confirmed... It says... Or no, this is two different things. But uh, yeah, there's Morgan. Follow you go f- unfollow Morgan on Twitter at Queen of Diagonal. She says they must need money for impending lawsuits. Maybe they claim six million conspiracists. Fifteen percent is com- of Canadians, as many as six million, are conspiracy theorists. Says the Anti Hate Network. If you it, there is a lot of people in the. I'll just call it something's fucking wrong with the government sphere in this country. We'll just leave it at that. A lot. Is six million? Probably more. I would say half the country, if not more than that. The con the but you can narrow it down to the trucker convoy and its associated satellite, you know, groups and people and so on. Six million, eight million, ten million, probably not unrealistic to say that. Not everybody gets along. Most people don't get along with me. Most people hate me. That's fine. I don't really give a shit. You're all wrong anyway. I'm right. You're going to lose. Don't care. However, ignoring that, like, this is where it's all coming from. All all of the, you know, Pat King just had his fundraiser over the weekend. A bunch of people showed up to, to that calling him a racist and a bigot and a Nazi. And all. You know who did that? All the packet. Uh, that was the anti-hate network. Arthur Pulowski, who has just been uh, sentenced to what he has already done time served, so he didn't really get a sentence. The judge was like, fucking, this is stupid. Go home. 61 days for mischief. Where Where is all this? Uh, oh, my God, he's a horrible rape. Oh, that's the anti-hate network. E- everyone, Chris Sky, all the Chris Sky people, literally anyone that has you know, come at the government over the past three years, these people have targeted them, targeted their families, their associates, tried to turn their lives upside down, call them all kinds of smears and, uh, you know, crazy different uh, things like that. Where is, um, damn it, do I have this? Yeah. (laughs) And like, this is just one example. I've got a bunch. Here's one guy. This is Tony. Tony's a terrorist, okay? Tony runs PR for Antifa and encourages terrorism on Canadian citizens. He uh, celebrates violence. He's pro-pedophilia. He's uh, very pro-sexualization of children. Uh, A lot of questionable, you know, celebrates terrorist attacks and and things like this. He's a very despicable, disgusting person. An anonymous account. So, I mean, you know, he can just say whatever he wants and do whatever he wants without any consequences ever. 
But, you know, CBC quotes the account and is, you know, anti-hate very much heavily relies on the account. because But they're not affiliated or anything, guys. It's just totally... He just totally has the Antifa, you know, insignia here. And uh, anti-hate is proudly anti-fascist. And, and uh, back and forth, they... Yeah, it's... It's all in our heads. Who who are the conspiracy theorists now? It's obviously them, not us. Here he is trying to get uh, one of you guys fired. So he goes and identifies the workplace, tags him on social media, links a bunch of nonsense and garbage to fucking, right? This is what they do. This is who they are. This is the kind of people they are. Here's uh, here's another one. Speaking of the, the march here on the 20th, why are you guys getting so much opposition? What's with all these unions calling us? It's mostly Muslim people, for starters. It's Muslim parents upset about the gender-bending craziness. <laughs> like, anyway. Oh, yeah, it, it's fundamentally racist. Where's all this coming from? Why, why, how are like, people are stunned at the amount of like uh, all these unions organizing and coming together? That's the anti hate network. They even give them toolkits and workshops with, with the stupid loud, uh, the noisemakers they have and the stupid shit, the antagonizing tactics they do. They give them briefing notes and little manuals on how to do exactly this. People have copies of them. I've seen them. They exist. The lawyers have, like, it's all there. Dig into it if you want to know. I can provide you uh, receipts for all of this. That's where it's coming from, okay? The anti-hate network is the government's smear stooge that it uses to rile up the media, and when the media, who, oh my God, they are easier to fire up into a fe- than like, I mean, this dog here, <laughs> every time this dog sees me, it's doing backflips. I don't know why, but it's like, it, it's the, you know, woo! It's partying out every time I show up. Uh, the media is even easier to excite than, the, than that dog, if that's even possible. So they do that, and then the media spins up, and then the media, apparently the police just copy and paste things from the media, and they go arrest whoever they're basically reading about who's bad in the media. It's fucking really bad. It's really lazy. That's the world we're in, though. That was all just confirmed through Hategate. And, um, yeah, now he's telling people to go fuck yourselves. We're beyond calls for civility. We're beyond that. We're beyond that. We just need violence, right, Tony? Who's the terrorist, Tony? Who's the terrorist? So, the, and that, uh, he was, he was of course, quoting, it was Chris Dacey, who's an independent kind of filmographer guy. Um, I think I've mentioned him a couple times before. It's a lot of you guys probably know who he is if you're in the Ottawa area, I think. Um, it, it was a uh, kind of an outreach thing to the police about uh, what they're planning to do. I don't know. I personally wouldn't bother because I've seen the police put people in jail for no reason at all. And just being around them, just talking to them, just them seeing you, you're now at risk of being imprisoned because of your because of the things you think. Oh, do you understand? So I don't recommend ever talking to the police for any reason, really. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, this was his reply. He said, hey, Chris, here's our negotiator. And he, you know, the horse. So he thinks it's funny that they trampled that old uh, indigenous woman in the mobility scooter. He, he finds that uh, nice. And uh, I guess he's inferring that, like, that's the plan. Like, we're just going to trample. Is the cavalry going to come? Is this a threat? Is this some kind of... I mean, that's how they operate, right? Everything is a threat and everything is terrorism and everything is Nazism. and Right. So that means you're all pedophiles and you're all terror. You don't like it when the shoe's on the other foot, do you? And you start to act like an unhinged baby, which is amazing for us because you're just absolutely burning yourselves the fuck down in real time. And it's the best thing I've ever seen. I fucking love it. So I just want everybody to know out there for that you're involved in this one million man Muslim march for Islam or whatever it is on Wednesday. Uh, if you're doing that, 
Anything that's this is where the hatred's coming from, directly from them. And the government of Canada paid them. The liberal government of Canada paid them substantial amounts of money. They were given seed money from the United States by the Southern Poverty Law Center. You know, my friend, uh, a guy, uh, Gord, told me. <laughs> you might as well call them the Northern Poverty Law Center. They might, you might as well. You might as well. And uh, so that being said, t- take that video from Harrison Faulkner. Take that hategate.ca expose and send it to your MPs, your members of parliament, because these terrorists, I'm, I'm, they want more. They want millions now, so they can jail more people, so they can ruin more lives. Maybe they can get another emergency act called, and maybe they can seize even more bank accounts. The entire the, the emergency act was based upon the 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 these people who are constantly clamoring that they need more control over what people say on the internet. They need to control everyone's speech. There was one guy that uh, used to kick around. He's on Twitter. His name's Hong Kong Fooey. He posted an email from Balgord about how what he was to do now. Here's what you're going to do, peasant. You will do this, and you will do that, and you will post this video, and you will be sorry, and you will cry for me, and you will humiliate yourself, and you will delete your account, and you, and then and only then will I decide if you're worthy of being spared. We're showing you compassion here, Hong Kong Fui. That's, it's disgusting. It's like King Joffrey personified. It's like, it's, it reeks of seething soy, like vagina stink. It's ridiculous. It's so, I laughed. I really did. And, uh, hilariously, you know, Fooey replied as you, as you would assume, fuck you, you know? So he didn't get sued. They're full of hot air. They're never going to do shit, but they like to intimidate and attack regular people. This is what they deal with. This is how they deal with everyone. Okay. Uh, they're pieces of shit and they want millions more money to, to continue being pieces of shit in the piece of shit Olympics. They've been flying under the radar this whole time. The conservatives don't seem to know or care, or at least they're conveniently, you know, happy to not be confronted about it. Hint. Hint. The NDP leader was confronted about it and you, you know, guess what he normally, yeah. Oh, he made he made fellatio noises as well. He did. I don't know what it means. I've never known what that meant. I just it's some kind of secret code to other gay men. I don't know. Um, I hope it was good. I hope it was a good message. I I don't know what else to draw from draw from that performance that he put on. But there's a lot of members of 338 members of parliament, and they all owe us a lot. They're all really failing a lot. And there is nothing in this for anyone. No one benefits from this except the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. The RCMP don't benefit. Hey, RCMP, how you feeling these days? Do you get a lot of egg off your face yet? It's humiliating. It's very embarrassing, yeah. Yeah, it's a couple of times now, right? Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire, you know? Why are your members, why do they act like such children all the time? Why are they sitting around getting drunk, like gleefully cheering on the trampling of innocent people with horses and... And now this, you know, and and all the other, like, I mean, my God, man, it's got to make you angry, huh? You know, angry at me, sure. But you know what? None of this would have happened. And uh, I, I, you know, I would have no defense if it wasn't for them, would it? Who told you all this bullshit anyway? 
Who spun you around and pointed you in all these different directions and wasted your fucking time? Was that me? Or was that them? And now they want $5 million more million to continue doing that in the future. Do you think that's a good idea, Canada? RCMP? Anyone? Does anyone? I know CSIS thinks it's a good idea. Just how deep do their ties go? You see, CSIS was formed in the 90s uh, after they kind of took this responsibility away from the RCMP. So it seems like we can't trust anybody. And they decided, you know, well, a guy decided. There's a guy. His name's Grant Bristow. Who's friends with Bernie Farber? Imagine! Imagine! And Grant decides, oh, he's a CSIS agent, and he's also a secret neo-Nazi. He's going to form what was called the Heritage Front, co-founded with some people, and uh, used it to lure lure people in and, um, you know, have them arrested as neo-Nazis and all of this, and then say, look at all the criminals we found. And he was counseling people to commit, like, terrorist attacks, basically. People were assaulted. There was firebombings and all this kind of stuff. And this was a creation of CSIS. So they're not you, you, they're not finding they're not fighting crime they are crime they're just creating things and then going look and this is well geez that if there's Americans right in here that sounds an awful lot like the FBI yeah I know it's the same idea it's the same idea you know so that's the Heritage Front right. And now Bernie Farber, he's the chair of the Anti-Hate Network, and wouldn't, isn't it strange that CSIS is just seemingly doing his bidding? Just basically, uh, oh yeah, because that's, that's who was pushing all of this. That's who was going to everybody's houses and intimidating everyone. Public safety, how many cards we got, hey? I still haven't published the rest of those photos. Maybe I will. Maybe I fucking will. A lot of fat lesbians are going to have to find new identities. <laughs> A lot of really weak-looking men. <laughs> yeah, drive away in your Mazda Prius, whatever, your Prius, your little fucking... I'm a spy! No, you're not. You're an imbecile. You're an ideologue, which seems to be the problem. That uh, when your intelligence agencies are captured, ideologically captured, meaning they're not impartial, they're not... Ju- this isn't like a logically applied federal mechanism this is straight up witch hunt time to get our enemies that's really bad that's now you don't have an intelligence agency you just have a bunch of psychos hunting their enemies so while that's going on which is bad enough for society we are also wide open to foreign attacks the government of canada will tell you that india conducted basically an assassination over the past couple of days here on canadian soil the Prime Minister said it. They've expelled their diplomats. We'll get to that in a little bit. But hold on. Hold on. How do we know? How do we know if that's even true? Because the people that would be responsible for knowing that seem to also be chasing around a goat figurine. So, I don't know. I don't think you can trust anything they say at all. And, and and in fact, there were some retired people saying, oh, it's basically all controlled by the Chinese now. <laughs> so I don't know how many alarms need to go off. You know how when some people, and I'm by some people I mean probably all of us at this stage because we're all so fucked up, set multiple alarms. It's like I really got to get up at this time for something. So you have an alarm. I, gotta, I really got to be up by 8 o'clock. So I have an alarm. I, for me personally, if I have to be up at eight o'clock, I have an alarm set for for seven, seven twenty, 
740, 7.45, you know what I mean? Because sometimes it just takes... How many more alarms are going to have to go off right in the face of Canadians before they wake up and go, hey, hey, how you doing? Glad, glad you could be here. Your entire federal government is out of control. You're in, you're in serious danger. No one's in charge of anything. The whole thing is just on autopilot, like an American F-35 right now somewhere in the world, and no one knows where. <laughs> the, you're in serious clown town, Okay. Uh, the Canadian intelligence agencies are chasing around memes and uh, throwing people in jail for nothing, while Chinese secret, actual Chinese spies uh, seemingly operate a criminal mafia across the country, literally unopposed. So, so there's that. Uh, the police are in total burnout mode, and they've been recruited to chase the memes around. And they and and there's just violent crime everywhere, exploding. The jails are exploding. There's three or four people to a cell designed to hold two. There's nowhere to put them. Uh, there's a revolving door of murderers because there's nowhere for anybody to go. So that's quickly falling apart. And the hospitals are also really, I mean, the way they fired so many healthcare workers over the mandates and it just, and then the brain drain, everybody went to the States where they could get work. They didn't have to work in Canada, put up with this dog shit and bullshit. So they've really dug a serious hole. What I'm trying to tell you is things are not okay and you need to fucking get involved now. Okay? Are you an adult? Are you a grown-up? Do you fucking care at all? Do you have children? You need to put down the fucking cheese. You need to put this vi- put this away forever, pro- hope maybe at least for a year. Put that away. There's grown-up things happening. And if not enough people uh, get to decide to fucking throw their weight into doing something, we're all going to be fucked. And there's, you know, my critics will tell you, oh, he's been saying that, you know, the roof's going to fall, the, the skies has, has been falling for five years. It has. It has been getting worse every year. Who can deny this? Everything we've been talking about has been happening. We're only being more, you know, correct with time. That's why I don't care. People, well, you did this. I don't care. Just wait a bit. Just fucking wait a bit. I'll still be here. I'll still be here to accept your surrender. Oh, that'll never happen, bro. That'll never happen, bro. That'll never happen, bro. I heard it all. And you know what? It happens, bro. (laughs) That's not gonna... They're not gonna crank interest rates to like... Oh, my God. Yeah. There's not gonna be $2 for gas. The government wouldn't just take bank accounts, okay? They can't just put people in jail. They need a reason, okay? (laughs) We wouldn't just start fucking sending... Oh, we're not going to go to war with Russia. Oh, my God, a lockdown? You really think there's going to be a lockdown? Oh, like the government's going to tell everybody to stay home and you're going to... Yeah, right. Nobody's going to tell you to wear it. Nobody's going to force you to take vaccines. They're not going to... No, there's not gonna be. That'll never happen. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god! How much more of these people do we need? It's like being trapped in a car, like on the longest road trip of your life. It's just you and one other person, and they're an idiot. Every they're an idiot. It's it's like that scene from Dumb and Dumber. What are you the most annoying sound in the world? No, I don't. I'm trying to drive the. Oh, fucking God. I hate this guy. You know what I mean? That's what it's like living here with these people. You know? I'm sure many of you can 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 sympathize. 
It's the longest car drive of my life. Are we almost there? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there to the food banks or out of food? That'll never happen, bro. We're going to take millions and more migrants a year until the virus... That'll never happen, bro. There's not going to be enough jobs. There's nobody for me to live. The homeless population is going to... That'll never fucking happen, bro. 20% of Canadian mortgages are in danger. And if this happens the way they predict by fucking springtime, there's going to... That'll never fucking happen, bro. Okay, well, I'm just going to fucking... All right, I've done what I can. You're on your own now, you fucking retards. And uh, once you figure out that you're drowning in misery, uh, good luck, I guess. Um, We're going to... I mean, we've... Derek's literally building a home in the woods right now to escape the fucking impending wave of doom. It's like, I am not going to be able to afford to live here much longer, and soon I'll be squeezed onto the street and destroyed. I must flee. I must flee to nature. (laughs) Yes, this is a logical conclusion. Like, there's so many people just sitting in, in situations where you're like, oh man, I'm in a bad spot. Well, I think I'll go to bed and just do the same thing tomorrow as I did today and the last 900 days in a row. <laughs> Things don't, I don't need to do anything. Uh, I mean, they just, I think people just get paralyzed. They don't know what to do. What a mess, man. And they've done this to us. This is the, the cacistocracy has done this. Because that wasn't the rule, right? The rule or the job, the, the understanding was, the agreement was, listen, we'll do the work. We'll go to the factories. We'll do all of that. We'll do all the all the jobs and all the things. And we'll even pay taxes, don't we? Our ancestors didn't pay taxes. And then they did, but only a very little bit. And after some killing, and slowly but surely, uh, they, they make more money than ever. And still, all we understand, it's like, listen, just do all that. We'll do all of our stuff. And you just handle all the things. And just don't, everything's going to be under control. And you just went to sleep at the wheel, didn't handle any of the things. And uh, and you decided to also just pay yourself raise after raise after raise after raise after raise. Open the damn. God damn it. I don't like it when my computer doesn't cooperate with me. I don't think anyone does. It's not. There's no character building here. There's no relationship building here. It's just pure and simple annoyance. All right. Here we go. This is, uh, I saw Colbert's mom post this on her Telegram page. This is the, for example, how does Toronto fare these days? How, how are the residents of Toronto feeling? You think, you think compared to, well, it starts in 2010. Okay. So 12 years, 13 years. It's a decent sample size. It's a decent size of a trend of a, of a major North American city. 13 years is, is more than enough data to point to a, di- a directional trend, if there is one, right? What do you think it says? Uh, oh. Wow. Oh, let's see. So this is the payroll for the city? Like bureaucrats? Like the mayor's office and all these jobs they give themselves? And, and you know, there's some cuts there. Okay, it seems to be kind of return. Oh, gee, no, there's another quite a large. Oh, we're just okay. We're just gonna steal. We're just stealing now. Okay, that's the tax situation in Toronto. So standard of living in Toronto is going where? 
I'll let the people of Toronto decide for themselves where that's going. And this is the money the government's eating out of your pocket. Do you understand? And that's just to 2021. Um, I'm sure things have changed since 2021. In fact, uh, I know they're going to be changing because you have a new mayor and they've got great ideas about a lot of things. If I can find the stupid clip. I just saw it. I need I need waiting room music. <laughs> God damn it! Where did Amira Tarando go? She's hiding in the tabs. Which tab? Oh, for fuck's sakes. Oh, did I? There's so many. I, I must have accidentally. Regardless, they want more money. They want more fucking money. You know what? I'll just go download it again. Fine. Oh, it's on the desktop. I'm an idiot. No, it's not my... Okay. That was entirely my... I'm just retarded. Always remember that I am retarded. Provincial government having a big surplus. How about shit? This is the mayor that's going to talk to you like a like a kindergarten teacher probably, and seems to be on be high on something, for sure. Uh, this, this is her suggestion. Provincial government having a big surplus... How about sharing part of the tax you already collected so that we don't even have to do the administrative cost of doing a sales tax? We'd rather not do it, but we're just a bit desperate because we're quite broke. I should have had this ready. My apologies, but I'll be try to be fast. I'll try to be fast. Keep that in mind, okay? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. One more time. I'm gonna play this one more time. And when I'm done, hold it in your mind. Don't think of anything else. And then I'm gonna show you a second thing, okay? You're going. You're undergoing a psychological exam right now, okay? I'm the new top psychologist. I've. I am. I'm. Forget about Peterson, okay? He's done. It's me now. I'm going to show you a set of videos. And I'm going to measure your emotional response. From video one to video two, try not to think about anything else and just uh, and just stay with it, okay? All right. All right, put the electrodes uh, on your head and uh, stick your tongue out. Okay, perfect. And administering the exam now. Provincial government having a big surplus. How about sharing part of the tax you already collected so that we don't even have to do the administrative cost of doing a sales tax? We'd rather not do it, but we're just a bit desperate because we're quite broke. Right. Okay, now. Video two. Does Canada want? We want more money. Yeah, more money. More money from where? Just more money, you know. Canada doesn't get enough money. Other countries have lots of money. We want, we want some of that money. Good point. How, how about the internet? The internet makes lots of money, so give us some of that money. Yeah, give us internet money. Uh, Mr. Bootman, you seem to not understand how global economics works. I think. Don't that- give me that fat cat, fancy lip wiggling. Are you gonna give Canada more money or not? Boys, now, who knows, who passed the exam? 
I just want to know who passed the exam. That's going to go through the comments and I'm going to know. <laughs> yeah. You know that was the same argument. Yes? What, what, what Chow just said? And that South Park cartoon making fun of the absurd nation that is Canada. That's re- that. Those are the same. Like the logic is the same. It's the same argument. Um, I need more money, and you have you have money. So give me some of that money so I can have money. Get it from wh- one of the places you get money from because I don't have any money. Holy shit! Holy shit! Who elected you? Who? Who? Who could elect? How much do they spend on bike lanes? How much? How much for the rainbow flags? How much? How much for the parades? How much? Where's the money? You fucking tell me, Olivia! You tell me where the money is! Yeah, give me some of that internet money! America! It hurts! It's, it hurts to live here, boys! You, you gotta help! Don't make me beg! Don't make me beg the Marines! That's, a, that's the mayor of a major North American city. One of the biggest cities in the world. That's the mayor. That's the mayor. That was the actual mayor of Toronto. Right now, in real life, where you live. Everything's going to get better for some reason, though. For sure. They all don't care because they're all on fentanyl. You know, all I, when I was a kid, all I wanted to see in the world was the Maple Leafs win the Stanley Cup, and now I almost just want to see the city burn to the ground. <laughs> I think that would be bad. I mean, what a twist. I wouldn't have seen that coming at 14 years old. You know, son, in the future, you're going to be celebrating the destruction of this place. What? Why? <sighs> You'll see. <laughs> I'd rather you find out on your own. All right, let's see some of these rumble people. Todd Salerno says, uh, PPF'd up again. He could have said Indian intelligence did us a favor <laughs> sending a Calistani terrorist to a well-deserved dirt nap after FAFOing. That would have been super based to say. Uh, instead, he wailed about a citizen being murdered. From who? How do you know that? Says who? You can't trust your own guys. That's been proven. You need to stop everything you're doing and fix that problem before you do anything else regarding those people. You can't listen to anything they say. Everything is in question. 
If the fucking China scandal wasn't enough, now the fucking Caesars is running around doing personal vendettas for Bernie Farber instead of his job? Oh, okay. Go mourn that probably was a terrorist. Uh, Wiretap uh, says, hashtag hategate. Thank you very much, man. That's very kind of you. Research hategate. What a crazy... What a crazy timeline this is. I didn't ask for this. It was thrust upon me. You wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, Gnostic Academy says, when is Peterson going to chat with you now? Uh, When is that exclusive happening? That I don't think is ever going to happen. I have said a lot of shit about him, and um, I don't don't, uh, take any of it back. I bet if he thought he could make money off of it, he would. That's the kind of guy he is. And I don't really care. I, I don't like to lend him any weight at all because the man is t- completely self-interested. He has stuck his neck out for no one. He has sacrificed nothing. He's made a massive fortune, and now he's going to cry victim because the the woke, insane College of Ontario physicians, whatever, is going to take away his license to practice that he's never going to use again anyway. He's got like $50 million. He's making something like hundred grand a month just on Patreon, dude. But he thinks that you, the Canadian citizen, should have to pay his legal fees because freedom or something, even though he could pay for it with what's probably just laying around in his pants he wore last night. But no, he should, all of you should sacrifice what you, well, there's people like this. This is who he's asking. This is why I'm so mad about it. They're so fucking disconnected from reality. This is who Peterson's asking money from. This is who needs to pay his legal bills. Everybody keeps saying it's going to get better. How is it going to get better? Our economy is so fucked that I work a full-time job. I make $21 an hour working 40 hours a week. I have no extra expenses, no bills out of my living. I have one credit card that's max because I've lived off of it. But other than that, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in 10 years. We have cell phones, but, you know, that's required to live on. But other than that, nothing extra. I'd also like to point out that these wonderful people we have in government here uh, would not allow American cell companies to compete for business in Canada because Rogers and Bell had a monopoly over the whole fucking thing. And that's why you pay $160 a month for a cell phone when the exact same plan, phone, and everything you can get in the United States for $20 a month. Did you know that? Did you know you're paying like six to seven times more than you would Personally, anywhere else in the world. Did you know that Afghans have cell phones? Like when I was in Afghanistan, they had cell phones and, and were just, yeah, making international calls and everything. They live in the dirt and the ground. There's no reason it should be this expensive. You're just getting robbed, okay? Anyway, back to the horror. On paper, my bills are $2,701. My income is $2,710. Do the math. $9 a month before I pay for food, 
gas, car repairs, any entertainment. There's no money for that. And my car is dying. It's paid for, so I don't have car payments now that I'm going to replace. And I don't know how to do that on $9 a month. $9 to feed myself. $9 to buy a car. $9 for insurance. None of this had to happen. Yeah. So at the end of the day, this is me because I've worked eight and a half hours a day knowing that it's not enough, that it won't be enough. <laughs> Fuck you, Ontario. Welcome to Weimar, guys. It's here now. This is exactly the same conditions. People are living under their cars. People are like, it doesn't matter. There's no like, oh, you just need to work some more hours. No, you don't understand. You don't understand how bad it is. It is like hopeless. Like it's literally hopeless for a lot of people in the country. 20% of homeowners may lose their homes by January. That's a couple million people for sure. Where are they going to go? Most of them are probably in cities. There, there could be thousands, thousands more homeless just this by this coming spring. If you think it's bad now, fucking wait till it's, you know, army of the dead out there. Do you know what hung you know what mobs of hungry people tend to do when they get hungry enough? This is a national security problem. Do you understand? I'm doing a better job of warning the country of things they need to be fucking concerned about than CSIS is. That's a fact. That's not a I'm that's not a brag either. That's depressing. That's horrifying. So I just feel like somebody, nobody wants to talk about this because it's so bad and the conservatives are pretending it's not nearly as bad as it really is. I don't know how the hell they think they're going to manage this circus tent when it comes down because it's going to be really fucking bad, really bad, worse than the 30s bad. The cost of living is already worse than it was in the 1930s when you adjust for inflation and we're just getting started. The mass bankruptcies and the mass layoffs haven't even started yet. They have for some. How's the Toronto Star doing? Surprisingly, they printed something about me, actually. Even the Toronto Star cannot cannot hide from the hate gate. 600 jobs cut. Regional papers seeking bankruptcy uh, protection for unit. You're going you're gonna to see a lot of this. All through the pandemic. Stop printing money. The CERB payments, all the shit they did. The lockdowns. I I don't know what else I could have done. I shouted and screamed about it literally. I went out in public and did the same. On the street, on the internet, fucking anybody that would talk to me. Everything. Everyone I could talk to. The And, and it's like... Uh, it's like a curse, you know? It's like, I can tell what's going to happen, but I also can't do anything about it either. <laughs> it's a fucking curse. It's not hard. All you have to do is just look at the pieces and how they fit together, and you go, oh, that's a serious problem. There wasn't enough places to live, like, years ago. 
Now they're like, oh, you know what? Let's bring millions of people in. More than any other country in the history of the world ever per capita. That's a great idea. When we don't have enough jobs or food or places to live. That's going to help for some reason. Yeah. And uh, we're really broke. And we sold all of our gold reserves, which is actual money in the world as far as people are concerned. And our country doesn't have any at all. We sold it all away. We go, we gave it all away. And then we took our paper money, which is now valued by basically just the strength of our country, which is rapidly deteriorating. And we'll just print money forever. Fucking forever and ever and ever. We'll just reach into these endless pockets and throw money at everything like the liberals have done for the last five years. And I said, like, we will never recover from this. This is not a little bit of spending. This is catastrophic, loose at the fucking supermarket with daddy's credit card and there's no rules kinds of spending. This was wreck. This was like self-destructive. I said, if you were trying to destroy the country, I don't know what else they could be doing than they aren't doing already. They're doing everything that they can to completely destroy the country. And I'm so frustrated that it's clear to no one except a very few. And we're like, what, what do we have to do? My God. Let's take the military, for example. How are you guys doing? Seems like things are deteriorating. The decisions being taken at the highest levels are so baffling and so counterproductive to what we are trying to do, you'd think it was being done on purpose. I'm suggesting that it is. Once bad luck Two, maybe a coincidence. What about 50? How many examples of extremely boneheaded, are you trying to fucking kill us, decisions do they need to make before your alarm clock finally starts to go off and go, okay, this is, something's wrong here, okay? And thankfully, I think a lot of people, at least in Canada now, have started to get to that point. They're at least aware something's going on, things are not the way they used to be, and things are changing rapidly. In just a few years, uh, we'll be outnumbered by immigrants. Not 20 years, not 30 years, like maybe five years? Four, maybe? That's a college education. That's not a long time. Four years is not, it's, it's not tomorrow, but it's not fucking 30 years either. This is, this is a, this is a on the horizon serious problem, right? Nowhere to live. Not, where's all the food coming from? All the food scarcity is already hitting a lot of these places. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. Bring them in. Are you trying to bring this place down? Geez, at least we have the army to maintain order. Oh, no, the army's been destroyed. Several different battalions now have told me they have 100 men on parade. A battalion should be about 900 men. Okay? 800 to 1,000. Not a hundred. That's the mil- that's the the men with guns, like the actual army. We're down to like ten percent of what we had fucking five, ten years ago. Are you trying to destroy the military? Because I don't know what else you could do to destroy it faster. I mean, I it's like you're trying to destroy it. And and the insistence again, let's let's go back to the, the pokey times. Remember the pokey times? It's just one more dose and everything will go back to normal. Who who is first like absolutely needs this or else they'll fucking throw you to the wolves? The military and the police and the healthcare system. 
These are not small things in your society. The military, the police, and the healthcare system are like arguably the three most important things to maintaining law and order and a relative, you know, normalcy of safety in your society. Without those things, <laughs> goodbye. Other people that aren't even inside your borders can fuck with you and you can't do anything about it. People can run rampant inside your country, your own neighbors, and you can't do anything about that either. And even if you somehow insulate and extricate yourself from that situation, hey, everybody's got to see a doctor eventually. Hope you don't get sick. And a lot of people are going to get sick and get hurt and get killed in an already strained system. The healthcare system's not doing great, kid. So let's dump all of this problem on there. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like someone took sniper shots at targeted fucking vital systems in a particular order. And as a re- it, the whole fucking house is coming down. Timber! Here she comes, boys. Oh, geez. Death is up 20%. Maybe I'm totally insane. I hope I am. I hope I am. But if anything I'm saying at all makes anyone else go, uh-oh, because this is coming from my instinct as a as a warrior, I feel it is clear to me that we are under attack. It isn't clear by whom. Well, it, it depends on who you ask. I'm speaking for the average person. We're under attack, and that's a problem. There is, like, it's just a system-wide reboot. You know, they call it the Great Reset, don't they? What do you think they mean by that? They're not fucking resetting the the Nintendo cartridge. Oh, and uh, as this is happening, the last core... Picture these things of, like, armor. You have, like, a, a, a core of your of your people, your your nation, your society, right? That's, the la- that's like, the heart Every, and the brain. It's all, that's the core. Around that, you've got, you know, mechanisms to protect you. You've got your, your borders, your geography, but you've got your police, you've got your military, your healthcare systems making sure the core stays healthy. The education system, also heavily compromised and garbage now. Make sure that the, the you, everybody's kind of got a good grip on things. We're all in it, you know. Homogeny's maintained. We all understand, you know, we're all on the same team here. Everything's, everything's tight. We're good. And then one by one, they start fucking stripping these things away. And then what's left at the core, that's, that's your, those are your people. That's the middle class. That's the mom and pops, the workers, the moms and dads. The cab drivers, all the, you know, just the people working together. That's that's where everything else came out from. And those people are being taxed to death. Is it just me? Or is it getting crazier out there? Oh, he's paranoid! Oh, like I was paranoid about the police? Or how, or how I was paranoid about CSIS? Do you mean that kind of paranoid? The kind of paranoid where I'm right? 
email your MPs. This fucking hate gate shit. These people gotta go. They're doing so much damage. They've got fucking people fighting each other in the streets, man. They're full-blown communist subversives. That's what they're here to do. That's what they've been fucking doing. They got caught fucking doing it. Don't let them get away with it. How hard did this album kick? Chasing ghosts, chasing ghostly super chats. Satoshi Ape and the real Donald T says reality TV has taught that the biggest shits are the win. Big brother and shit like that. Right. We've completely inverted our morality system. And we're like, we're shooting in the wrong direction. Instead of shooting upwards, up, out, you know, big or great. Like, people want to build things. People like to create things. You know, I mean, good people, right? They see a situation, they go, how can I make this better? What can I build? What can I make? What can I do? What can I? They don't go, how can I steal? How can I take this shit? I want to have that. I'm going to, ah! Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That doesn't even enter our heads. It's not supposed to. So instead of shooting, you know, up, we're shooting down, literally straight to hell, it looks like. Well, you know, we aren't, but, you know. Somebody's driving the boat in the weird direction. Man on the mountain says uh, six million. They really like that number, don't they? Well, I guess it's five million. One report said six, one said five. Um, it's, it's millions and millions and millions more than they deserve. You know, which is all of it. All of it is more than they should have nothing. They should be uh, heavily investigated. The connection between CSIS as well. They really need to find out what's going on there because that that can't be uh, that can't be legal. I don't think. I, there, I, if you applied the same level of of uh, scrutiny to me, or that you did to me to them, if you applied that level of legal scrutiny and observation and surveillance and searches and read to the to the anti hate people, I am confident you would find a whole pile of shit. That you wish you didn't. <laughs> I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Littlefoot says, don't get me wrong, the re is perfect, but I get flashbacks to deliverance every time I hear it. Squeal like a piggy. Well, that's that's a you problem. What What is it about that movie and that scene in particular that you identify with so much that you constantly are reminded of it every time you hear that noise? Now, this is either a trauma-based problem or a sexual fantasy-based problem, Littlefoot. Okay, I told you. No, I said forget Peterson. It's me now. These are your two options. Which is it? <laughs> Option three is, hey, I was just trying to make a joke and it didn't go over well and I'm very uncomfortable with the psychoanalysis thing. You can take that option. That's I call that the trap door. Take, you can take if you don't like, you know, like every, when there's a bend and you have to choose 
the light from from dark you can always just the trap door is there you slide down into a giant pile of money actually it's bloody amazing makes me cry i get emotional thinking about my money that's chaos man that's right exactly <laughs> Peterson! <laughs> I've usurped his soul and power. Everything he knows, I now know. <laughs> the milkshakes are powerful. Mm. I'm going to figure out where to spend these newly acquired ability points. <laughs> Stop making nerd jokes! I know, I've gone too far. I'm sorry! I didn't turn gay, I just... I fucking play video games, I'm stupid, I know. CRJ says the Liberal Party. Taxpayer funded. Uh, Con, RCMP, sees a circle jerk pipeline is easily a workaround to democracy and is tyranny on demand. Spin up a narrative via fifth column, react by seizing power. Yeah, you know, it's very subversive. It's very dishonest. It's very disrespectful to our institutions and people to the point I consider it treason, personally. I consider it a serious, one of the most serious of crimes. I I think, you know, they better pray there's never a day where somebody like me is deciding uh, what should be done about certain things because it would fucking go very badly for them. That's probably the worst nightmare, and that's probably legitimate. I think that probably will eventually happen, and that's because of their own activity. That's because of their own behavior. How could this happen? Well, because you were such a piece of shit for so long that you drove everybody insane, and they demanded that something, you know, this is a harsh, you need to be harshly dealt with, so this isn't ever repeated. This is a really grotesque thing you've done. And the punishment must fit the crime, doesn't it? Isn't Don't we agree? Isn't that how it goes? Right, so, you know, uh... You know, attempted to subvert the fucking country and ideologically oppress. I mean, oh, 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 I mean, the KGB only dreamed of doing shit like this. And you know what we would have done if we'd caught the KGB doing shit like this in the 80s and the 70s, right? We would have killed them, probably. Or they'd be in prison forever. Like, never get out. They would be like, oh, you're an enemy of our country. You're here to hurt us. You're here to hurt our people. Yeah, you can never be go free, ever. <laughs> Send me home. Why? So you can sneak back in here again and do it again? I don't fucking think so. Once you get a hold of somebody like that, you don't ever let them go. They exist to hurt you. That's their purpose. Like, oh, let them go. What? Now, if the other country wants them back, you make them say, oh, I don't know, $5 billion then. And that's what you do. That's what Iran just did to the United States, and they paid it. They paid them billions of dollars to release like five people. Five people the Iranians had captured, probably spies. Why are you going to Iran if you're an American? Are you retarded or are you a fucking spy? There's only two reasons. and that's, So 50-50, those people are spies or retards. Uh, <laughs> like They hate Americans. Like they'll, <laughs> You're lucky you're not, you won't be murdered or kidnapped. And th- like this exact thing is probably what would happen. Like you're crazy to go there, right? So that's what Iran did, and, you know, America being super mega-cucked now, it was like, all right, fine, have $5 billion, because, you know, you saw the woman in the car, everybody's doing great here. We can just give money away. How much money went to Ukraine, by the way? Let's talk about that for a minute. Are we going to still Slava? Are we still Slavaing? 
You've got people that are like desperate and we have to commit more money. Actually, they did. Actually, they did. I just remembered. Where is it? There it is. Just in case. Here's another 33 mil. You know, just a little bit. They're just going to break off a little piece of that money that you don't have because you don't have enough money to eat. You make $2,701 in bills and you make $2,710 in income. But old old Billy here, he's just going to fucking sprinkle. He's going to. It's going to fucking dab some fucking millies on a on a bloodbath that no one understands and can justify. Absolutely no one in parliament could justify this. No one's even been questioned. I would fucking love that job. I'll be that special rapporteur. Hey, dickheads! Welcome to your inquisition. Could you kindly explain to me, in very particular, specific, and personal fashion, why you decided to spend all of this money on this little project? I really want to know. I want to know what the reasons are. And if you give me a fucking 15-second soundbite about sticking it to Putin or standing up to Russia or otherwise... Like, these are just catchphrases. That that will not work, okay? I don't want those. I want you to explain yourself. Show your work, you know, like you do in math. You remember when we did math? Remember when Canadians knew math and 2 plus 2 didn't equal bankrupt and we didn't just print money ad finitum until we all fucking killed ourselves? Remember that? You know, details, specifics, uh, reasons, sources, you know, every, every fact, everything you can remember, you know? Consider this like a police interrogation. Right? I want you to tell me everything that you fucking remember so I can try to, you know, uh, we had to stand up uh, to Putin. That's, are you a robot? Are you an NPC? Uh, how did you become prime minister? How is this possible that someone that can't think and can't explain basic fucking decisions like where to send our money and why, how is it that you are in charge? Why are you the leader? Is this a cacistocracy? Are you all assholes? Do you all consider me a fucking asshole? Because you're treating me like an asshole when you do all of this kind of shit and nobody even owes the decency of a reply, of an explanation. Nobody even seems to want to ask the question. I am getting really fucking annoyed. It's beneath me. It honestly is beneath me to live here and endure this from absolute fucking retards. I, I can't handle it. I can't deal with it. So I have to sit here and yell about it because I'll go fucking insane otherwise. We have to stand up to Russia. Do you know where it is? Show me Mariupol on a map right now, motherfucker. Show me where it is. Show me where it is. Say fucking two words in Ukrainian. Name three Ukrainian citizens that aren't Vladimir Zelensky. Go. Can you do it? Fuck you. Fuck you. People are dying in the streets. Fuck you. I'm right. Fuck you. You're wrong. Fuck you. Fuck you. There's people every... Like, this place is fucking insane. Look at this. MS... Mexican drug cartels are running rushed out through Edmonton. How is this happening? Where is the military... How are foreign... From Mexico, bro. How... What? Fuck you! Oh, we, where's the money to combat any of this? Oh no, we needed fucking gay sidewalks! And we had to have gay everything! All summer, every day, forever! Festivals and workshops and trans drag story Air Force One and a fucking... We're gonna rebuild it! We're gonna redo every movie too and make it more gay. We're gonna spend so much money on making sure everybody's as gay as possible! While people starve to death and can't afford groceries and you send more money. We're just going to send some more to Ukraine. We're going to slava you guys. 
Are you trying to kill us on purpose? I, I say again, once again, I'm just asking. Because no one has asked, and maybe that's the problem. No one's just asked them straight up. Are you trying to kill us on purpose? Like, is this intentional? Are you just, like, saying one thing, but, it's just, yeah, I'm just smiling as I stab you. Is, that, is it one of these situations? At least let us know. It's getting real frustrating. It's really difficult to, like, <laughs> put up with. I don't like seeing uh, my the people of my country and home being fucking destroyed and ground down into dust, people I care about, and then see all of their tax money that they earned go up the nose of government officials and out the window to fucking Ukraine. I don't like that. I don't fucking like that, especially considering you nearly made me die for this fucking idea that you fucking protect and help these people because you obviously fucking don't. So what the fuck did my friends die for if you're if you're full of shit? If you're full of shit, that means everything we did was shit. And that makes me really fucking upset, dude. I got to say. Sorry for yelling. But sometimes it's the only way to get the point across. I'm not in control. Philip is. This is telepathy. I checked out a long time ago. I'm in blackout mode until this is over. I'll finish it. People will send me messages and be like, dude, you said blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> but, yeah, these people suck. What did, what did the Premier of Ontario just get caught doing, by the way? What happened there? How much money is he fucking... St like... <sighs> They're all fucking millionaires, man. And none of them will... None of them will sacrifice anything. They're not willing to give away anything. Peterson's like, give me... Give me multiple GoFundMes. I'm worth how many millions of dollars? I could easily... If he wanted to... He could just go, okay, hey, all of the freedom-fighting people. Uh, Lich, Barber, Pat King, all that. I'll, I'll pay all of your guys' legal bills, okay? I got it. Nah, it'll be a couple million bucks, but I mean, I make like... <laughs> I'm going to be worth like $100 million in a couple years. Like, I, this is... this Consider this my co humble contribution, right? I, you know, compared to what you guys have done is much worse. You've had to sacrifice your whole... Like, your lives are basically destroyed now. Uh, you've been in jail for months. You've had all of this. I mean, what you guys have done uh, is is far exceed. I'm just giving you part of you know a big piece of pie that I already have, and you know, relative to what you, it's really nothing. It's really not a big deal to me, and I'll replace it in very little time. And um, you know, I'll I'll feel good about it. You'll feel no, that didn't happen. <laughs> it's not it's hard to do. It's chaos. I just love to see the numbers go up. 10, 20 million, a billion. Who's to say I could not have a mega trillion? <laughs> I'll invent new numbers and systems of, of gold coins with my face stamped into it aggressively, you know, like just in there, my face on a gold stamp coin. That is forced upon people at gunpoint legal tender legal you know it means it's a word and it means something you know like it it's it, you can bend you can bend it bending the law you can bend words you know like bending 
I'm going to be a tyrannical dictator. That's what I'm saying. I will rule you! <laughs> He's already dressing like Two-Face. Come on, you can see it. He's my ultimate enemy, I think. I'm going to have to face him at the final boss level for the soul of the nation. Two men in ridiculous suits. <laughs> Both talking gibberish. No one really knows what's happening. <laughs> I'm going to clean you up, Mackenzie. I'm going to clean you like I cleaned my room today. Fuck your weird. Coming up at nine. <laughs> Oh, he's fast for an old guy. <laughs> Godzilla says that True North missed one important fact in their Hategate report. Daglon Accelerationist Extremist is a California-based telegram channel focused on insanely fast cars surfing and hot goth girls. Interesting. Why goth girls? <laughs> I've never found them hot, and here's why. I've had the, actual, the opposite problem. There was a couple of girls in school, right? And there would and there be like, I thought this so many times. If you just, if you didn't have the goth thing, you'd be really hot. <laughs> like, it's, you're ruining it. What's with the makeup? You look insane. You look like the crow. What are you, the crow? You Brandon Lee? Like, my brain immediately is like, something's wrong with her. She's, stay away from that. There's, she's putting black shit on her face and she's changing her name to, you know, yeah, stay away from her. She's got spikes all over her. No, don't go near her. <laughs> Trust me. She's psychologically, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you, it's not worth it. All right. I can only give you advice. I can't live your life for you. You have to learn your way. We all did. We all have the scars. We all have the scars of the unhinged crazy woman. All right. They're out there. You can't hide from them forever. Eventually, you're going to get caught with one. It's just like. It's like being in a war long enough, you're going you're gonna to take a round sooner or later, all right? And I'm just saying, you can increase your odds of survival by avoiding the ones that put black shit and spikes all over their face. It's kind of an obvious sign she's not okay, you know? <laughs> all right, Salty Rob says, I'll just check it in. I'll be listening again tomorrow on my way up to Drumheller. Who was the asshole loser uh, who used to leave you the voicemails? I can't, I legally cannot say. He says, was it Evan or Kurt or some other loser? It was some other loser. Um, Jefferson Avro Airplane says the average Canadian man is approximately six feet tall and 200 pounds. Really? Uh, anything below that is unacceptable and anything above... Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, well, that would be mastered. The newcomers wander Toronto like zombies, too. Toronto is a hellscape. It's a frightening place. A land of scum and villainy. And shit... Uh, shitting in the street. That was the first uh, time I'd encountered that in a Canadian city. It was in Toronto, and it was a couple summers ago. There was a man just shitting in the street, and there was shit in the street. It was just something you had to be wary about, you know? You had, to, you had to be wary of shit in the street. You didn't used to. You used to be able to go to Toronto. You used to be able to walk the streets of Toronto without worry. Well, I mean, there was things to worry about, but stepping in human crap was never one of those things. Now it is. Now it is. So this just adds to the compending, you know... <laughs> the compendium of issues in living in Toronto. Like, is that guy going to stab me? That guy looked like he's going to rape me. Is that human shit on the ground? You know, like there's all just, there's just, especially for the women, you know? Can I sit there? Is that blood? I don't know. You know, it's just, it's sporty. Toronto's a sporty place. That's what we call it now. It's, get, it's a little sporty. 
you know, it's, you got to be on your toes. Okay, <laughs> it's not a lazy city. All right, you got to be. Whoa, almost got snapped. Oh, almost got murdered there. Hey, we're just going to work today. We're just another day going to work. Do 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 do. Oh, look at that big pile of human shit on the ground. <sighs> got to watch out for that. You got to be on your toes, man. Get the get the fucking earbuds out. Stop looking at your phone. You got to be on. You got to make sure you got to do your safety checks. Is the room secure? Are the windows closed? Is there any way someone could climb in from the ventilation shaft and attack me? No, I don't think so. I think everything's good. Okay, now you can look at your phone. But then once the security conditions have been breached, you gotta you gotta go back to alert mode. You can't even sleep. You can't even sleep in Toronto. That's why everybody's such a dick there. No one is a, no one is sleeping because it's too dangerous. Everybody's just shitting in the street. <laughs> Nigel, so she's going to bed early so we can wake up early and work out before work. Sitting on my bed next to my Trump pillow, <laughs> wearing my dag shirt, looking at my Bible. <laughs> He's like, I am the ultimate stereotype. <laughs> He's like, adds all of the things. Like, what else does he need? Um, fuck, there's a couple. You, you need like a, you probably need like a Kid Rock poster. Um, fuck, what else should he have? Hmm, a gun collection for sure, um, but never tell anyone about it because the police will raid your house. They get very upset if they fear it's. It's like the guys with the smallest dicks in the world. It's like if they think somebody else has a bigger dick than them anywhere near them, they immediately have to like somehow assert dominance out of fear. It's like a fear response. Oh my god! Only I can have guns. It's like, like relax, bro. They're dropping them in the street. Ah! They're getting stolen out of police cars. Like I don't know. You guys are. Anyway, um, anyway, he says the loons hate everything I love. I must. I feel like I must be doing life right. It it feels better when you're you know involved in something that matters, doesn't it? Uh, Jen Steen says, "There's the rage we love." You're talking about the angry guy. Yeah, he's in there. He comes out. He pops out sometimes. <laughs> then goes back in. <laughs> That's an artistic interpretation. It's I'm possessed by creatures from another dimension. I'm not supposed to talk about them. Phillips has told me to just. It's, it's him. Help. Send help. Scott says, uh, here's some uh, Peterson Bacco bucks. Thanks, Bacco. I'll use it to write another book. Here's rules for sitting down to pee. <laughs> that's not even a good impression at all, and I feel like that's why it's funny, because it's terrible. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see what the chat says. Sometimes they say nothing, and they just let me make a fool of myself for months on end. I don't know. I never know. I never know. It's just complete silence. It's a fucking tough crowd. I just have this, and this, and them, and, and that. There's... I gotta get out of this basement soon, guys. There are like seven or eight imaginary fucking people in here. Now that I think about it. Now that I start adding them up. I'm getting uncomfortable. Uh, Spawn says, load the trebuchet and see how far we can launch them into the Atlantic. Well, that, I mean, that's a fun way to, if you're going to do that. Uh, if that's your, if it culturally, if that's your people or, you know, that's customary, that's up to you. Chef says, I understand the frustration. I think a lot of people do. And that's what they don't understand. I just say things that like a lot of people agree with, but no one, <laughs> most people know better and just don't do that. They just don't fucking wig out in public they just don't you know what i mean they wait until they get somewhere private and then they punch holes in the wall or they cry in the shower and they and they you know what i mean 
I decided I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm just going to say exactly what the, I'm not going to hold any of it in. I'm just going to say it because fuck this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is wrong. This is crazy. This is insane. Um, I'm not going to, I'm at least, if I have to be here and endure this, I'm at least not going to be quiet about it. Like for my own sanity. Because you don't want insane me. That That's not good. You know, I don't want to be insane. You don't want to see me go insane. I don't know what would happen there. <laughs> It's cruel and unusual to force people to live like this and not let them be able to vent about it. It's so crazy. It's like it's like putting a full-grown man in front of you in a dress and saying, that's a woman, and if you say no, we'll put you in jail. Yeah, they're not crazy, guys. It's, it's all fine. This is all just progress. We're not being taken down the road to hell. Everything's getting better every day. Terroristus domesticus caucasianus says... Do the hate gate revelations mean that all the days, or well, I guess it means dags who lost their firearms license for being violent extremists get them back now? I'm not aware of too many that did. Well, two guys, but I, I mean, yeah, you would think because they based this on literally nothing. So these guys, yeah, should definitely take these reports from you know. Yahoo Finance, True North, Sask Today. All, there's a few other ones that maybe some spicier ones maybe popping up shortly. Take these in here and be like, yeah, and if, and he, and then source it with the with the uh, expose that you know, Karima and Eliza Hadigan put together, and say, um, <laughs> you said you. I remember specifically, right? Well, it turns out once again, you know. I don't know. That's what I would try to do. Uh, what's going on? All right, am I all caught up? I think so. How much time was I yelling for? A long time. Oh, my God. I yelled for a long time. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I love lamp. Good for you. Or lava lamp. What are you talking about? Oh, there's actually people in this chat. Good old kick. Kick also pays me for some reason. I don't know why. They paid me like five bucks. I don't know if that's views or chatting. I have no idea how they calculate this. But I've made $5 on Kick already, so you could say I'm a pretty big deal on that platform. I'm a fucking paid <laughs> agent of another probably offshoot Chinese shell corporation that like DLive <laughs> until, they, until they realize I'm there and then they kick me off and I'll be like, I don't care. This was just a funny thing we were doing. But I don't know. If you're, not on, if you're one of these people that was using YouTube, try that one. There's people that just refuse to, to use. They won't use anything but YouTube. All right, let's go back to entropy, and then we'll. Jen sees there's a hundred mil from the go uh, federal government just for Toronto to provide food, clothing, and shelter for migrants. A hundred million. Oh, it sure inspires me to get up in the morning and do my slave work. Exactly right. Like no one wants to participate in this. If like if you're going to tax them, but they can see where their taxes are going, like actually everything's running very well. No one's going to have too much of an issue with that. If the taxes are reasonable, like if we were paying the tax for the amount of taxes we were paying, everything around here should be fucking good to go. There is no reason for that, but it's not. The money's going elsewhere. It's going upstairs and into their pockets. And you know we can't deal with problems like this because nobody's interested in that. They're just stealing money. Uh, let's get to some of that money. You've got money. I want that money. Give me that money that you have. Then I will have money. Because right now I don't have any money. 
gave me your money. That's governance right there. The old gimme money. <laughs> you realize that's a South Park episode. Like, that's real. That's a Simpsons episode. That's everything you've ever grown up with being outrageously, insultingly stupid. It's so bad it was funny. Now it's real life. That's how bad these people have become. They've become caricatures of real life from 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They're a cartoon version. They've become the cartoons. Um, We're broke. Give us money. Wow. Really? Fucking... Fucking really? <laughs> I mean, geez, at least kiss me first. You know what I mean? You know what I fucking mean? Oh, what else? Let's just, um, yeah. That, oh, and, and this is something else I, I feel like I need to explain. There's a new meme. I feel like as the Canadian representative of the International Alliance of Secret Nazi uh, Aristocracy, that, uh, I have to tell you now about the, the Roman Empire. <laughs> That's now a new thing. That's a funny joke. Kind of, well, I mean, it isn't, though. Apparently, it's a funny thing that uh, most, a lot of men, a surprising number of men, um, have thoughts of the Roman Empire from time to time. I don't have the news story in front of me, but I just have this joke to go with it. And and that's why the guy's name was Terroristus Domesticus. We were joking the other night on uh, on Derek's channel that, like, every everyone just starts, we're just going to speak Latin now. We're going to bring it back. You know, we're through the language. Then once we're all speaking Latin, then we'll start building these massive stone. Like, the shit they built is some of it still works. You know that Romans in Italy right now are still drinking water out of aqueducts that were built fucking, th like, a thousand years ago? They're still functional. They're still... What do you mean, man? Like, we went backwards. They had water running from... Ta they had plumbing and everything, dude. We would have been... <laughs> Unbelievable. I, I watched... Uh, and it's funny, this all just kind of came up at the same time. There was a meme I saw one day, and this is how I came across it. I was like, what? Um, it was that meme where the, the woman's in bed and she's like looking over at the guy and he's kind of looking away from her on the pillow and she's like, he's probably thinking about other chicks. And the thought bubble is just the movie Gladiator. <laughs> I saw that and I was literally watching Gladiator while Morgan was asleep next to me. I was like, this is weird. And then I found out, oh yeah, apparently we're all into the Roman Empire at the same time. So I'm like, oh, actually, I really do love the, that stuff is super cool. I was really, in I, we all go through a phase of admiration and interest and, you know, research and just the whole how different it was and how great, you know? Um, so, you know, I guess that's what we're doing now, all right? So if you see, you know, Roman Empire things, that's just, that's what we've all collectively as a hive mind of racist, terrible people, to dis we've all just decided genetically cross borders in time. And that's what really frightens them. That was That's what makes them really afraid, is that there's no real leadership to anything. Everyone's just, it's its literally this just giant global amorphous blob of disaffected people being pissed off and somehow through their force of will generating fucking, <laughs> generating things to happen. I'd be, it's a, it's a counter magic. It's not black magic, it's white magic. Roll the clip of how many times you're supposed to think about the Roman Empire. Quite a few times. 50 times? More. 100 times? More. 200 times? More. 500 times? Probably. Drop it.
<laughs> More. 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 Caesar. Where are my legions? So many awesome stories. If you don't know what the Roman Empire, you're not a complete human. I mean that in a serious way. You don't you don't know, man. You don't even know about where are my legions? Diagonal is that old. Diagonal Invicta! is back on Entropy, or uh, Odyssey. Billy Bob, uh, brick builder, build back better, said I owe some money, so here you go. <laughs> oh, the bricks always pay. That's one thing I will say about Billy Bob, the bigot brick, and his build it back better, bigot brick family, is that they're all, they always pay. They are like, they're like dwarves. They're always kind of cranky and surly, and they're short, but tough, like really tough, and they always have gold. I don't know why. I don't know where they get it. They don't want to talk about it, but they've got they got you. I don't know. I don't know. They're weird. It's just uh, you know, the kingdom of the brick people. They you know. I would I, I could talk about it all day. We don't want this kind of attention. They don't want this kind of attention. So I don't All right. I shouldn't talk about it anymore. Billy's getting upset. Uh, App Perception says, we spoke to a few Ukrainian ladies whose husbands and sons have been captured and are currently on the front line. They had to send money for uniforms and supplies. Where are the billions going? Robbery. We're being robbed blind uh, by our gut. Everybody in charge of us, like, they're either in on it or they're just not, they don't care. Because, like, this is fucking obvious to me and it's obvious to a lot of other people, so why aren't they doing anything about it? They have power. We don't. So why aren't they using it? I'm scared. Can get the fuck out of the way. Or, I'm just corrupt and crooked as fuck. Well, then still, get the f- we're, you're getting out of the way one way or the other. Uh, Jenstein, yeah, bad gays. When they impose a municipal tax, yeah. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna more tax. We're going to tax the grocery stores now, too. We're just going to tax everything into oblivion. And it'll be your fault because you're racist and you didn't, you know, climate change hard enough. And you didn't worship the gay enough. And, and that's why. That's why everything went to hell. Not because the people in charge have stolen everything and robbed us blind and fucked us over for generations to come. No. Jenstein says, so true what you said before. Don't let your guard down. Living in uh, Vancouver. I'm kind of, I'm half serious, man. In these cities, like, it, you just, you can't. You can't just leisurely, like, you know, walk around in public with your head down in your phone. Like, you're, ask, you're asking for it, you know? Literally. I don't mean that as, like, <laughs> rape. No, I mean, like, predators will see you and target you because you're not paying attention. That's how it works. There was something they told us, you know, uh, this is in like fight theory and like uh, we'll train the military and stuff to do this. I've talked about this years ago. Some people may remember. It's called being a hard target. Um, if you look like you're ready to fight and could fight and maybe you want to fight, people aren't going to want to. That's that's a massive deterrent in itself to 
lower caste like slime slug goblin people who have very little to know they have no honor whatsoever they're garbage they'll rob old ladies they'll attack people you know what i mean those kinds of scum they go like this and they look for the weakest ones that they might be able to attack because they're that pathetic and they'll see a woman walking down with headphones in looking down at her phone you're not even going to hear them coming right that's what i mean okay so it's like that just taking these steps like i'm just going to not you know, I'm just going to be aware of my surroundings at all times when I'm out in public with strange people around me who I don't know in a da- in an increasingly dangerous city where violence just seems to be rampant. So it would be literally very stupid of me to just casually like imagine like just going to sleep on a bus. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'm thinking of it from the point of view of like being like a 20 year old woman or something like, gee, my motherfucker, man. Never mind, you know. I wouldn't be taking any naps like now as a fucking full-grown 37-year-old man. Never mind. <sighs> good. It's good, though. It's good we have diversity, and it's good that millions of people are coming here from all over the world to just, you know, live on the streets, and, and it'll be great because it's our strength. That's what makes us strong. Homelessness makes us strong, okay? Homelessness crime wa- and crime waves. Crime waves and homelessness make is our strength. That's what makes us better than someone somewhere. I guess it's, you know, it, it, you can't argue with it or I'll report you to Bernie Farber and you'll be racist and you'll go to jail. Um, right. So you did Jen Steen. What else is going on? The Billy Bob. All right. What else is on my desktop? Horrible things. Like that's not, <laughs> give us more money. Give us more money. Let's not forget the, uh, and these people are still going to try this. They're going to try the fucking uh, fucking COVID crap again. Look at this. Do you remember this? I used this slide for, ooh, I don't know how long. How long was it, guys? Months. And they've they're still updating the data. So the twenty twenty three data is coming in now. So yeah, just to confirm. Between 2020 and 2022, the flu just clear took a whole almost two years off. It just went away, right? It just wasn't. It just was none. There was no, it was just this many. It was just this many. Just a little bit. Just a little baby. This little baby flu. I was, oh, normally, oh, Jesus, flu season. Oh, I'm so sick. No, this year. Oh, this year it was just, nope. There, that's it. That's all. It, every year, it's usually a season, but this one, it just totally didn't exist at all. Right in the middle of the pandemic, all of the flu cases went to zero entirely, pretty much. There might have been literally 10 here. Looks like maybe we're all, all the way up to 40, down from, oh, I don't know, 60,000 the previous years. This line, if you can't see, you're struggling to see. This bottom line, that's 20,000, 40,000, 60,000, 80,000. These are cases, right? Number of uh, specimens. So these are people that tested positive for flu virus and so on. Hospitalized. People hospitalized with the flu. And suspiciously, look, there was just none. Because COVID took over. It was a tag team, you guys. COVID tagged in. Stone Cold Steve Austin tagged out. And COVID came in and took over. I guess. It's the science. Trust the science. If you're not trusting the science, I don't want to talk to you. All right. What else is going on? 
All right, they want more money. Come on, brain, work faster. Where are you? Shit, I lost it. <laughs> there it is. Right now, is this today? 16th? No, a couple days ago. The Empire State Building, in partnership with iHeartRadio, in honor of a new vaccine. They changed it to the uh, corporate colors of Pfizer to celebrate a new vaccine. The Empire State Building did. Uh-huh. You understand who, who runs this place, right? Remember, it's just two weeks, safe and effective. Just one, just two, just three, just four, just five. Yeah. Yeah. And now, uh, guess what? They need you to take some more. here. And I'm sure this has nothing to do with it. I mean, their stocks are down big time. And only 24% of Americans seem to want booster shots. It's weird. wonder why there's all of a sudden a campaign to, well, maybe we'll just force you to. Maybe we'll just force you to and see how much more money we can squeeze out of you. I think they will try. They got away with it last time. Why would they stop now? What are you going to do about it? Right? And the people that will get caught, and there, there will be people that go to jail probably. Um, I don't know how many. There are going to be a lot of people that are going to be fined, really, you know, humiliated and so on. They're the bag men. They're the ones holding the bag. That's like the middleman. That's not the real... You know, and th that's their purpose because by the time those people are apprehended and dealt with, everyone's just so tired and exhausted. They just want to move on, right? Everybody just wants to move on. And the real, the real nefarious characters—they just move on to the next thing. They're insulated. They know their shield, their core from fucking Rothschild Island. <laughs> you know, they don't have a couple layers of protection like the nation of Canada does. They have fucking, they have countries as layers of protection. Do you understand? Like you're not getting to them. Oh, we'll sign a petition. That's cute. That's cute. You're talking you're talking about the emperor. Do you understand? You're not <laughs> What do you say they're above the law? Yeah. Obviously. They own all the money in the world, man. <laughs> they own everybody. They own everything and everything they want, they get. That tends to suggest they're the most powerful entity in the world. You know, that I mean, that, unless that logic is really crazy to you, if you think that's, uh, if you think that's nuts. This is also something that uh, I just came across that uh, I probably could have used earlier, but I was in a very angry ranting space. <laughs> so we have the Bank of Canada here in Canada, but the, the central bank, which is owned by evil uh, maniacs in the United States, is uh, losing $758 million a day. That's money that the taxpayer will have to pay up, right? So you're going into debt by almost a billion a day in interest to commercial banks before all these wild games started, the money printing. The Fed would send its profits to the U.S. Treasury each year. It was usually a few billion dollars per year. Now they have massive paper losses on their bond portfolio and massive daily losses on the money it has to pay to commercial banks to keep the system from falling apart. They're just in free we're just uh, going to free fall go to bankruptcy. I don't know how the people that print the money have run out of money and found out a way to do such it, it's the end of the fiat currency, right? It just it has to end eventually. It can't go on forever and this seems to be this seems to be the end of the line. That's how that's how it works. You can't print 
money from nothing forever and have that because every time you do the value dilutes and eventually it dilutes so much that it's you can't print it fast enough to keep up with the uh, keep up with the the bills you've already created. So it's like the more you print, the worse it gets. It's like oh, we owe so much more money. We have to print so much more money. No, but that makes it worse. Oh, do it anyway, and they all do it. That's what happened to Venezuela. Now it's like a million Argentinian pesos or whatever the hell it is they use down there to for like an orange. And you know you had doctors going across the border to Colombia to pr- whore themselves out as prostitutes, like doctors, because they had nothing else. Well. Country fell apart because of hyperinflation because of people, the fucking government spent spent us into oblivion. And ours is doing the same thing now. Derek and I and Ferry and others have been saying for years, we're going to be Venezuela part two. This keeps going. Oh, that'll never happen, bro. Hey, look, $2 gas. Hey, look, how much were your groceries? You know why? I've been telling you this was going to happen because this is how it works. And then you've got these talking heads in the government. And hilarious, the conservatives acting like they oh, we know how to we know how money works. I don't think you do. I don't think you know how money works. Powerful paychecks. That's not a. It's not anything. How are you going to solve this problem? You're gonna. The only way to really do it and save the system is is like crazy cuts. Crazy cuts. I mean, disband the military for starters because we can't afford one. And we'll just, fingers crossed, America won't let us get invaded by someone, you know? Like, like drastic, drastic cuts. And all of those savings from those cuts will then be have to use to, to pay down the interest on the loans on everything we already owe. And that's going to take a long time. Decades. Decades and decades. And then th- through that process, we'll start to free up some of the fucking debt. Uh, a little more breathing room. And then we can start to reinvest more money in infrastructure and things again. Maybe eventually down the road we can afford to have a sm- something of an army again. But it's going to be a long road back. No no one is going to elect that platform, are they? Who's going to vote for that? Who wants to vote for being... They don't. So they don't say it. But that's what you would have to do. So instead, they're going to go, we're just going to play pretend... That somehow everything will work out, and we're just going to keep riding this till the wheels fall off. I'm going to be, you know, the politicians, right? I'm going to be rich, and I, I have connections, and I've got all. I'll be fine, right? Uh, the regular people, they're fucked anyway. So who cares? Is it, we're all just making the most of it while it lasts. That's what they're doing instead. Does that make you feel good? I don't like it. I hate that noise. Meanwhile, <laughs> just so much, just so much shit. Uh, Jensen says, is Larry more powerful than Philip? Not, no, no, definitely not. Uh, Larry, they share an affinity for drugs and, and debauchery, degeneracy. So they, they get along. I don't know. It's weird. They shouldn't like each other, but they, for some reason, it's like a Batman Joker type, type of uh, situation, but I, I don't know who's who. Uh, that's maybe it's more like a Joker versus Joker situation. <laughs> Marcus, uh, we'll call him Marcus. Are you trying to be, are you trying to be uh, Latin? Cause I can't even say that one. This is empire state building. It looks like a syringe. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. That's why they wanted it to look like that. Cause they're like, Hey, it's a cult. It's a, it's a nice cult. We've got another cult. That's good. Uh, I, th- I thought this was funny. Aaron Rodgers is a is the uh, was the quarterback for the uh, Green Bay Packers for a long time. He's a very very famous, very very good football playing man quarterback. Uh, but he <laughs> they were giving him shit about it, and he said this the other day. Hey, hold on, there's another guy. What's the guy? Keith Olbermann said oh. that uh, you love him though because you're not vaxxed. That's why it happened. Yep. Yeah. Get your fifth booster, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now normie sports ball people are burning, you know, the CNN. Get a, why don't you get a fucking booster, you know? Yeah. Everything's unraveling. And you can see it. Like, like the way the, the commies are reacting, they're, they're becoming more and more unhinged, more, more violent, more desperate. That's because they're lo- they can feel it slipping away. They can feel that their grip on power is slipping away. They can feel like the fatigue is setting in. More and more people are showing up to oppose them. Things are not. They're meeting resistance in places there didn't used to be resistance. They're getting frustrated. Like and, and they can feel it happening. So it's it's interesting. It's fun to watch. Because you know things like this tend to upset. Like when they when they do this as a brag. And there's a lot of this. I've talked about this before. There, well, we'll talk about the Indian stuff here for a minute. <laughs> Canada and its Indians. No, the other kind. <laughs> so dark in here. Why has it been so dark? It's the wrong button. Oh my god, I'm terrible at this. Is that better? That's sort of better. I don't know. There's entire telegram. I gotta find these again and save them. I was talking about it the other night, but I forgot about it again until now. Telegram pages um, with uh, and TikTok channels and stuff like that in Hindu and Punjabi and so on, explaining how you can take Canada for as much money as you can, how you can circumvent all these different laws and rules, and how you can double up on how you can go to the food bank, for example, and they'll just give you free food. Here's what you say. Here's how you get it. Uh, all this kind of stuff. And some of them now are even taking videos of like how they've taken over entire neighborhoods and communities, and just kind of you know low key or maybe not so much low key bragging about it. This is how Lake Louis, India. Oh, sorry, I'm in Canada. Looks like it's not a joke. That's right now. <laughs> Follow for more. You like that? That'll never happen, bro. Wait till there's even more. Wait till there's more and more. Wait till there's so many, they start to uh, behave like they're behaving in Italy. Have you heard about Italy? You don't hear a lot about what's going on in the rest of the world anymore, do you? You know, you, you notice how that kind of spigot has just been kind of turned off. We're just gonna, we're just gonna turn the volume down on European news for a little while. We're just gonna turn that down. Turn that right. Turn that off. Actually, turn that off entirely. Remember France? Uh, who cares? Who knows what's even going on over there? Remember Ezra took all that money to go over there and then he went to a Holocaust museum in Hungary instead? <laughs> now he's going on a cruise. You could pay me all kinds of money to come on a cruise. Me and all of these other people who think they're really important. I was laughing with this with Morgan last night and I was like, what kind, think about this guys, what kind of fucking psycho I shouldn't even say anything because the uh, fuck man. I no, you know what? I shouldn't because of the fucking lawsuit. I probably shouldn't say much. But I'll just say this. If it were me, if I I, I personally am not the kind of person that would, you know, have a cruise ship and then invite all kinds of random I'm going to charge tickets to a bunch of random people. To come and meet me and tell me how wonderful I am and praise me and worship me as we float along on my fucking barge in the ocean so being served luxury drinks, cocktails, and caviar. What am I, fucking Jabba the Hutt? What the fuck are you talking about? 
If I had a yacht and a boat, I would have my friends. Like, Morgan would be there. I'd bring all the guys. Like, all my some family members. You know? You would bring people. Oh, no. Just charge them tickets like I'm entertainment to come hang out with me on my boat. Are you trying to buy friends? Why? I'd feel like I was trying to buy friends. For only fucking, and it's probably like a lot of money, right? For only thousands of dollars, you could have the privilege of eating near me. You know, like, cool, I guess. If that's, that's what you want to do, <laughs> that's the kind of what you're into, I suppose you could. But anyway, enough about that. Enough about that! Now we're going to talk about Italy. And Italy, well, uh, Red Ice TV, I'm going to be on them with them on Thursday, I believe. I think I, I think I have to check my calendar. <laughs> and it was like uh, a story in four parts. And it was like, Italy elects far-right uh, Maloney as prime minister or whatever they had. Oh, no, the far-right. Far-right Maloney says, maybe we were a little too hard on immigration. Far-right Maloney says, if refugees, welcome. And then finally... Maloney says, country out of control, migrants destroying everything, or something like that. Here's Italy right now. After more mass migration than you can imagine. They're just taking over. There's just gangs of men destroying police cars, and like, the police have fled. They're not there. They've run away. Like, all this fight. Oh, those people are fighting. Maybe they're killing the police. I don't know what they're doing. Speak. Rome, you can't let this happen, boys. Look, they're grabbing. That's a cop they have captured. They're capturing a police officer. Do you see this? He's at their mercy. And they're chasing other. It's good. It's so. It's because diversity. Because we have to have the diversity. The, the people of Italy have to put up with this and pay for this because otherwise that would be racist. If you're asking people to choose, if you're asking people to choose between um, having violence and chaos in their home cities and towns where they live and their children live, or being racist, they're going to choose racist. Obviously, and you know, like, well, everybody's racist. Well, that's where it's coming from. That's why you're, you know, you're again, you're you're doing this to them, and they're reacting, and the people making these kinds of decisions once again. We have only the best in Canada. Here's another one. The Honorable, oh yes, is the, the Parliamentary Secretary to the Minister of International Development. Oh, look who it is again. We need more help. Oh, Canada's needed now. More than ever to meet the challenges of the world. Yes, we need to give more money away to other people. We have to take urgent action on climate change, food insecurity, conflict and inequality. These are not specific. Do you remember there was a Family Guy episode a long time ago uh, when Lois was going to run for politics? She was going to run for like school or like mayor or school board or school president or something. I can't remember what it was. Um, and the person she was running against was just an idiot, and uh, she tried to say all these like intelligent, like oh well, if we do this, but nobody cared. They're too stupid to understand anything she was trying to do anyway. So she just started saying, like, 9-11 was bad, really bad. And people were like, Duh! 
You know, because that's kind of what politicians were doing at the time. This, this, the, when this episode aired, it was like not only a couple of years after 9 11. And they were just milking it for like a sound bite to sound, you know, it didn't mean anything. It was just bullshit. And, and that's what this is. Climate change? What are you talking about? What conflict? Inequality among whom? These are just things that sound nice, but you don't even know what those mean. You don't even have a plan. You're just being dictated to, told you're important, clearly eating quite a lot. Quite a lot. She does not. Anita is not experiencing any fucking food insecurity, that's for sure. So she's obviously not an expert on that particular uh, tranche of her responsibilities. <laughs> Conflict and inequality. Well, she, you know, she's probably some kind of warrior and, you know, probably a retired judge, uh, obviously. Oh, and to get back on track towards sustainable development goals. Oh, is there a is there a wheel we can spin? Spinning the wheel of bullshit? I told you the cir- you thought the Circulonians weren't real. I told you they were coming and they're here. They've shown themselves. This is their symbol. This is their symbol. Right here out naked in the open. I have been more accurate than Cesus. Time and time again. Did Cesus tell you Circulon was coming? No, they didn't. Did they tell you that fat entitled dumb liberal white women were destroying everything and proving it nightly every no they didn't that was me i did that it's like (laughs) look it's like a wheel and there's like things like what are you what is this this looks like my fucking kindergarten teacher in front of something the kids made this is not what i expect from you know people high up in my government representation (laughs) <laughs> did you Anita did you make that at home wow great job great job I'll be sure to tell your mother you, you, you did great yeah okay you can sit down now okay whose turn is it now Ahmed are you gonna make a presentation on immigration I think more is better very good Ahmed that's great everyone clap class yay I'm fucking tired of being treated like this, aren't you? It's insulting. And we don't have money to feed... Speaking of food inequality, we don't have money to feed you, but again... Oh, Billy can break off a... 33 milli! Billy's gonna break off 33 milli! Send it to fucking God knows where. Into the black hole that is the money vacuum that is Zelensky. Good times. Time check. We got an hour left. An hour. Another hour of this. My God. I'd say I'm sorry, but you knew what you were getting into, right? <laughs> it's my new favorite thing to say. Hey, man, I like your podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My condolences. I stole it from it from Slippy. Uh, Scotian lady says, "Can jabby parents now throw their?" <laughs> Jesus Christ. Can can jabby parents now throw their kids right off the Empire State Building as a more direct virtue sacrifice to Pfizer? Or do they want parents to still somehow pretend these jabs are safe for kids? Not bad. Uh, Jenstein says, for Philip's Coke fund, hopefully his source is clean. I don't trust Larry. He has his own operation. He has his own slaves deep in the Colombian jungles. That no, 
They know what they know what they have to do. They don't they know what they know their lives are at risk. Uh Fawag says, fuck those fucking fuckers. I agree. Those that is that is a true statement. I don't think it's it's echoed by enough people. I think more people need to think that way. Um <laughs> which accent? I don't know. I do a lot of accents. Uh kick person, kick people, people on kick. Somehow it pays me. I don't know. $5. I'm going to get $5 out of it. All right. Um, <laughs> the F30. There's, guys, there's so much. I'm overwhelmed with shit right now. Maybe we should just play a game and decide. No, there's too much. I, I, I can't even fit all this in. I don't know why I even tried. This, I have to delete all of this because I've been saving stuff and now it's just becoming, I got to say, I got to delete all this stuff. You know, somebody tried to assassinate JFK again the other day. Just like, that's a whole other thing I could get into, but I don't, I don't think I really have time. Like, yeah. So this guy showed up because he doesn't have, he was denied secret service protection. They're just like, fuck you. And people are literally trying to kill him. So this guy was arrested. He showed up with like three guns and was trying to get after him. And, fuck we almost had the timeline where JFK assassinated a third time. That would have been... So, I mean, stand by. It's not over yet. They could still pull it off. Um, all right. The Indians have taken over. They're taking over entire cities. They're running massive criminal uh, uh, gangs and rings. And now our, our government has sided with the ones that are here causing all the problems against the Indian government in India who said, hey, uh, stop harboring those people. They're terrorists. And they're like, no, they're just, they just need to be hugged. They need a hug. Oh, okay. Well, everyone else in the world is pretty sure. Oh, we got more anti-hate stuff. I spent a lot of time on that, though. Stuff going on out west. No. Chickens. <laughs> I could go in any direction. I hate it when this happens. There's so many things, I w but I'm like, I don't know. I really can't pick one. I should just pick anything. That's usually the way to go. I don't need this Rogers clip anymore. All right, we'll save that. That's stuff for the end. All right, we'll do the terrorism stuff because that's that's everybody's favorite. You know, everybody likes everybody likes some terrorism. Our prime minister is saying the Indian government is uh, killing uh, one of our citizens, even though. See, this is where it gets complicated, right? This is another fun, fun diversity fact, where apparently you can be multiple, you can be multiple things at once, and therefore nothing at the same time. Because how, how can you be? How can you really be a Canadian or an American or an Indian or anything if you're also something else at the same time? Well, then you're neither. You're a kind of ha like you have to. There, there must, there can be only one mother country at the end of the day there has to be one that is your real true home right which is it and that's your right pick one this whole dual citizen shit and just multi like so why why do they care and why does he care why is this guy in canada making noise about indian affairs in india go the fuck to india and do that dude Hard, deep, sing, Nijar. Like, why are you even involved in this? 
You're on the other side of the planet. Oh, you're in Surrey, British Columbia, a Kalistani uh, uh, colony, I understand. So this guy is killed, and the Indian government says, or no, rather, the Canadian government says the Indian government had him killed. So we're having like international hits back and forth now because of this. None of this is our fucking problem. Why are you making it our fucking problem? And number two, are you just trying to distract? He's just trying to distract from the many, many scandals he's involved in. They're trying to invent something for something else for other people to talk about other than how terrible these people are. Oh, but really, let me see. Canadian security agencies have been actively pursuing credible allegations of, a, oh, from who? From anti-hate of a link between agents of the government of India and the killing of a Canadian citizen. Are you sure? Because the last time your credible source told you something, they said that a goat figurine was going to take over the country. So I don't know. I, I I guess I would say that that source is trash. You can't really um, take anything at face value from them at all ever again. Uh, and we've gone so far as to kick their diplomat out of the country now. Really? Okay. I don't really want to listen to this idiot. You know, maybe we will. Maybe I'll let her talk. Yeah. In clear, we will not tolerate any form of foreign interference. <laughs> this is her tough voice. She's being tough now. This was brought to our attention. We've been guided by three principles. The first Money, one, we stealing, will seek the and truth. having sex on planes on drugs. One, we will protect Canadians at all times. And oh, thirdly, yeah. we will protect Canada's sovereignty. I've conveyed these principles to... Did you protect the two men, the Canadian citizens, that were butchered by ISIS in the Philippines? John Ridsdale and Robert Hall. See, I remember their names. Do you? Our special forces knew where they were, had a mission to go get them, had support from the United States, everything was green lit and ready to go, and the government said, no, that would be too dangerous. We don't want to upset anyone. So instead, those men were butchered and killed by Islamic terrorists in the Philippines. And icing on the cake is uh, one of the men in that unit, uh, that was his father, actually, that he watched get beheaded on the internet. So just, you know, this is the same, this is the same government, by the way. We are going to protect Canadian at all time. No, you fucking don't. No, you fucking don't. You're a liar. Just like Mental Marco is a liar, and you're a liar, and the fucking guy standing behind you is a liar. Whoever's underneath the table touching you or whatever the fuck is going on there, they're probably a liar too. The people you're talking to are probably liars. The people behind those doors are probably lying. The people in the corresponding offices are probably lying. And on top of all the lying, half of those people are also stealing on top of everything else. But anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt your inspiring uh, lecture to the fucking Canadian press. You were saying... We will seek the truth. Ha! The second one, we will protect Canadians at all times. Oh! And thirdly... Laughs in beheaded. We will protect Canada's sovereignty. <laughs> oh, you have fucking MS-13 running the streets of Edmonton. You can't even secure the fucking sovereignty of the streets of Edmonton from Mexican criminals, never mind Canadian criminals. Sit down, woman. I, Boys, 
It pay well, you know, every once in a while, I feel like they have it coming, and I think this is a get the fuck back in the kitchen moment if there ever was one. Okay. This woman shut that's it. Shut it down. Shut it down. Apply maximum misogyny. This is outrageous. Stand there, bold face. We will always protect Canadians. No, you don't. There's ample proof that you do not do that. You actually let them get killed by terrorists all the time. You actually target Canadian citizens all the time. Everything you're saying is demonstrably false. You're a terrible, terrible leader. No serious country in the world would entertain these people. They're just playing pretend. She's just reading things. No one's actually... There are very few of these people seem to be working at all. I've conveyed these principles to my Indian counterpart. And I've also told him that we expect India's full collaboration to make sure that we get to the bottom of this. Or what? What are you going to do? Or what are you going to do to India? Nuclear-powered India. Two billion people, India. Up-and-coming industrial mega powerhouse, India. What are you... Don't, please enlighten me. What the fuck you're going to do to India if it doesn't cooperate with one of the most embarrassing governments in the history of Western civilization, whom every other country now regards as a giant fucking clown show? Who are you putting this performance on for? Nobody's buying it. Certainly not the Indians. Certainly not anyone else abroad. And even the people here. You're going to put on your... I'm just going to talk tough and make it seem like I know what I'm talking about. This place is a dumpster fire. And as of today and as a consequence, we've expelled a top Indian diplomat from Canada. Oh, did you send one guy home? He's probably so upset he doesn't have to pay 50 fucking dollars for bread. So let me just say that. In he's probably going to save money now that he's going to go back home to India. He's, you probably did him a favor. French, just quelques instants. Oh, we're just going to say it again in French? No. No. <laughs> yep. And remember, guys, you know, that was, that was uncalled for what I said. She should get back in the kitchen. She's clearly qualified to be doing what she's doing. She's on the ball. She's, she's respond. I mean, come on. Look at their track record. You look at the track record of these people, and you tell me they're not doing a good job. Just because she's a stupid, dumb moron doesn't mean she shouldn't be like, I don't know, a couple of heartbeats away from the prime minister. Right? We have very low standards here in Canada, all right? Anybody can have these jobs, clearly. Anybody can be in charge, even retarded people especially retarded people. In fact, we encourage it. It's a way we're trying to, you know, uplift ourselves by bringing the worst people in society and putting them at the most powerful positions in a way to try and inspire them and motivate them to do something other than being giant pieces of shit. So far, it hasn't worked out, but we're confident that maybe someday in the future, it either will work itself out or we'll all die in the process, and thus, either way, the nightmare will end. So fear not, good people. <laughs> we kicked a guy out and we sent him home. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, this is also going on in the streets of uh, the, the country. Not a son! Not a son! Not a son! 
So you've got India's Hindus or Punjabs or whatever on one side of the street, and you've got the fake, not doesn't exist country, Khalistani separatist terrorists blowing up airplanes, killing people on this side of the street, whom the government's protecting for inexplicable reasons, because fucking they're up for any dollar amount, apparently, and nobody will talk about any of this. And they're just having a street war in cities across the country, as are the Eritreans, as are the Somalians, as are fucking goddamn everybody. Apparently now the Mexican drug cartel has a gang beef with whoever the fuck's running around in Edmonton, so that's fine too. Uh, listen, you should have you should be enjoying this, Canada. This is what multiculturalism is. Do you understand? This was always the end state. The more that you bring in, they, they don't absorb into the country and then just magically become Canadians. They just balkanize, carve out a space of their own, and and no, this is India now. You saw it in Lake Louise. It's, that's India now. He's even laughing about it to your face because he's not wrong. And these guys here, wherever they are, that's Khalistan, okay? Brampton might as well be Khalistan or Surrey. They run the place. They're, they're the majority you know, power in the area. It's their territory. It's not ours. They're not waving. Do you notice how they're not waving Canadian? There's one Canadian flag over here. You see any over here? Could you imagine if I was on the side of the street with the fucking thousand guys waving Dagalon flags with, you know, fucking imagery and decor of AK-47s and fucking demanding that we, you know, we want territory or else? Because that's what this is. And we have to put up with this. Why? This is, there's, you see, there's police here trying to, they have to pay for this. So our police can't go find, you know, human traffic victims. They can't go solve murders. They can't fucking do the things the police are supposed to do because they have to be here to keep these people from killing each other because diversity or something. This is the product of, you know, the dumbest fucking, once again. Are you trying to kill us? And this is not going to get better. It's going to get worse because they're doubling the number of imp- of migrants. They're going to keep doubling, 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 doubling. And apparently we're going to bring it home. It's not going to get better. This, this, this is now the new normal. This will get worse in every city until it's just that's the way it is every day. And everybody let it happen because anybody saying we need to stop this from happening, everyone called them racist. Instead... So now you get this because other because calling people names that was too much for you to handle. So enjoy fucking ethnic street war in your hometown. Wait a little bit because this will boil over. You think this isn't going to boil over? These these are the same people that fucking freaked the fuck out over the over the trucker convoy, right? And it was never that the trucker convoy was a threat to anything. It's who the people were and what they represented. They represented the establishment and those that are married into this bullshit fucking new world order garbage. It it threatened their their grip on that and they were afraid they would lose power. That's all it is. Cuz they don't give a shit about any of this cuz that's not a threat to them. It's a threat to the rest of the country, though. Like, this is what I'm saying. He's wearing a fucking Canadian flag hat, a Canadian flag shirt, but holding an Indian flag. Bro! Nope. No, no. There's one, like, you're a tranny, okay? 
pick a fucking home or you are go join the rainbow people. I'm calling it right now. This has to happen. Where's my stick? Listen. If you lack the character, the fortitude, and the composition to choose, choose a home. Choose a banner. You falsely claim a home here and there. You cannot be two things at once. There are only two genders, two sexes. There is only one nationality. If you hold more than one nationality, you are gay, and you must go join the rainbow flag people. Philip has spoken! I never liked the idea, even when I was a kid. Dual citizens? What does that mean? Because I thought of it like, your country is like your family. Like, that's like having another set of parents. Oh, those are your birth parents, but these are also your birth parents. You can have two. What? No, I can't. I only came from one place. I came from one place. Home. Where is that? Oh, it's a bunch of different places. No, no, it isn't. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. So you're just, you've got hands in multi-pots now. You're like, well... I've got my Canadian persona, and I've got my Indian persona. Sometimes they clash, sometimes they don't. I'm basically schizophrenic, and I'm in multiple places at once. And I'm really... I came all the way to Canada to live here and then participate in street battles for political reasons of things that are happening all the way over there in India. Oh, my God, man. No, stop. Stop it. Pick a fucking side. Like that's that also illustrates how meaningless the Canadian citizenship is to these people. It's just here to be taken advantage of. They don't But, you know, at least there's lots of contributions. Do you remember this? This wasn't that long ago. It's back in the summertime. Remember there's a massive like people are just stealing fucking Stealing, living, fucking a Triggs, uh, uh, Triggs, big rigs, trucks, cars, fucking everything. Guess where they were all from? <laughs> Here's the suspects. Hmm. Hmm. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, six of them are named Singh. Uh, <laughs> the rest of them, they all... They're all Indian. Except, well, no. Amandeep, yeah, he's, yeah. 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 And photo unavailable. Shobit Verma, his photo is unavailable, so. I have a feeling, though, he's probably coming from the same place as a lot of these guys. 
But, you know, it's worth it to have diversity. The police needed this. They need to have these guys to catch. Otherwise, they won't. there won't be enough diversity in the prison, in the jails. And, you know, there'll be... Otherwise, murders might get solved, guys. Is that what you want? Do you want your cops solving murders and, and finding missing persons and, like, serious crimes? Or do you want them running around chasing people that are just taking advantage of our wide-open economic policy and stealing things and causing all kinds of... You know, people that wouldn't have been here otherwise if, you know, common sense were applied to anything. <laughs> Jeez. And this... Oh, let's, let's see. I, there might be something funny in here. Mr. Speaker... Today I'm rising to inform the House... Oh, he's got a sore throat. He's sick. Do you hear it? ...of an extremely serious matter. I just informed... Or he sounds like he's been up all night screaming, actually. His voice is gone. ...informed the leaders of the opposition directly. I want now to speak with all Canadians. Over the past number of weeks, Canadian security agencies have been actively pursuing credible... There's those people again that are super credible. ...allegations of a potential link... Between agents of the government. Credible allegations of a potential link. I'm accusing that maybe, sort of, something, maybe, almost, potentially. Okay. ...of India and the killing of a Canadian citizen, Hardeep Singh Nijar. What about the 285 or 88 they blew up on the Air India bombing? It's a lot more than one. And that was who again? Who did that? Oh, that was some of your pals. Oh, I guess we're not going to talk about that. Canada is a rule of law country. <laughs> the protection of our citizens and defense of our sovereignty are fundamental. Look at this. And look at the gallery. All these people are just, just stunned women. Like, oh, oh my, I hope my pearls are okay. I haven't clutched them lately. Hoping to clutch them again very soon. Oh, yes. Our top priorities have therefore been, one, that our law enforcement and security agencies ensure the continued safety of all Canadians. Oh, you're doing a great job. And two, that all steps be taken to hold perpetrators of this murder to account. Why this one? There are murders every fucking day in this country, but for some reason, this one gets international attention. You want to talk about a murder? Hi, I got a murder for you, Skippy. Once upon a time, there was a very powerful pharmaceutical copy, a man and woman, a husband and wife couple in Toronto. Their names were Barry and Honey Sherman. They had a lot of interesting ties, a lot of interesting uh, circles they traveled in, let's say. Some interesting drug products they were responsible for as well. And they were professionally murdered in their Toronto home by hitmen. They were strangled. One was found dead in the pool, the other one somewhere in the house. Someone uh, basically strangled them with piano wires, from what I from what I recall. And no one has ever been caught or arrested. And that was that. It just went away. It just went away. So, I mean, Canadian citizens, Barry and Honey Sherman, uh, Indian guy who's writing a crusade for India from Canada. He's basically the Taliban. Okay, the Taliban hid in Pakistan because we didn't have authority to chase them into Pakistan. So they just went to Pakistan, and that's where they planned and built everything, and then conducted their operations and missions in in uh, Afghanistan. That's what these guys are doing. 
They're hanging out in Canada, making money, call, you know, collecting power and so on, and then using that to influence shit back home in India, sending money back to India, you know, trying to. That's the, and we're getting in the middle of this and making an enemy out of the Indian government because diversity and because of stupid people like this. That's that's what's going on. So that's good. So, but not uh, no, no one cares about Barry and Honey Sherman though, and the, and the political implications that may entail, and what's going on with that story, and who who murdered them, and why. Do they not deserve that? Oh, no. No, no. We're going to fucking call Parliament in to talk about some Indian guy. There was just a, I mean, I got a, I got a, there's a murder here in Nova Scotia. Looks like I can have you look into. Do you, do you care about that one? Prime Minister. Antifa might be involved in it. Well, they are involved. To what extent, Antifa? Did they kill this woman? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see what happens. Uh, that murder? I mean, there's a lot of murders. How about the murder of a, a woman on a dance floor in Saskatoon when I was being held in prison, denied bail, no criminal record. This one woman kills another. She got bail, went out the next day. Is that a murder? Are you going to, f- do we need to talk about that murder? How, wh- why this, this is a special murder, is it? Is it a special one? None of this makes any sense to normal people because it's bullshit. When it doesn't make sense, they're lying. That's always the reason. Somebody's covering something up. Somebody's trying to massage something, bend something, twist something. Because, you know, things that make sense make sense. And this doesn't make any sense. They're going to act like like there's never murder. If there was, if he was like the mayor of a town that has never had a murder in 20 years and somebody got murdered and he said that, that would make sense, right? Uh Oh, geez, there was a murder. Let's fucking call everybody into the parliament and talk about it all day and how we're going to expel diplomats and threaten foreign countries and blah, blah, blah. Holy shit, did they murder the fucking king of England? Friend of yours? Like, what's why he's so bent out of shape? What's the... What, none of this makes sense. Canada has declared its deep concerns to the top intelligence and security officials of the Indian government. You've also declared your concerns to the Five Eyes intelligence agencies about me and my goat figurine, you know, uh, loons and and brick people. So, I mean, I don't know. Just throwing that out there. Last week at the G20, I brought them personally and directly. Oh, I'm sure they were really moved by your fucking masculine presence. To Prime Minister Modi in no uncertain terms. Any involvement of a foreign government in the killing of a Canadian citizen on Canadian soil Got is it. an unacceptable. I just realized this is the way to distract from the Chinese. He's trying to distract from the Chinese investigation. Because I was like, Canadian citizen? It just po- yeah, it's the Chinese. That's what he's hiding from. That's what this is about. Okay, I figured it out. Let's keep going. ...violation of our sovereignty. It is contrary to the fundamental rules by which free... Because, like, there's the, the Chinese are operating secret police stations, intimidating uh, members of parliament, buying people off, bribing people. This is all happening right under your nose, and now all of a sudden you're going to act like you give a shit about foreign countries meddling and fucking around? No, you don't. You're just trying to you're just trying to move the fucking conversation to something else. That's all this is. Open and democratic societies. Ah, uh, shut up! I can't listen to more of these lies. Go steal some more money. Shut up! I don't want to listen to you anymore. Waste, waste of my life. What a dickhead! Oh my. Okay, I got a bunch of these on Odyssey to catch up with. I don't know how to clear them. 
Isn't there a way to clear these? Or like, I figured it out last stream, and now I don't know how to do it anymore. Fuck. I know they go left to right, but how do you? Doesn't matter. Uh, Billy Bob says, I went to the grift shop to show my old lady the commercial you play for it. I don't see it. I don't think it plays on the store. Maybe because of my ad blocker. Can you at the end of the show play it? Please? <laughs> I've got two. Which one? The one Edgy did or, or with Dagwood? There's two different ones. Well, there could be a third one soon. Maybe we need a third. We're going to have some more stuff up there soon. We just Derek's homeless. He needs to, ha you know, <laughs> when he's not homeless, I mean, he's got priorities, right? Then, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to do some more stuff with that. Uh, he says, so right after we used fossil fuels, they were scheming for power using global warming, freezing. Ch oh, yeah. That's, that's, that grift has been going on since the 60s, 50s. Uh, they went to the board who declares what books students, nine out of nine board members, were squeezed out because they would not peddle their books. They found nine who would, though, less than a year. And then uh, Patton was right, says, thanks for what you do. Thank you, man. Patton was right. Uh, was it the last one? I think it is. Uh, Uncle Kenny says, Re? why is the chat going so fast? Well, because there's a thousand people in there. That's why. Somebody's arguing. Somebody's like, rage triggered you. Probably. I trigger people all the time. They can't handle it. They don't like to, they don't like aggressive, you know, no bullshit. This is just how it is. This is how we think about it. You can't say it like that. I can, and I did. And you're, you know, apparently words are ferociously terrifying to you. It's really difficult to, you know, endure endure anybody's, you know, passionate outrage about what they find to be morally reprehensible. Passionate outrage about what they find to be morally reprehensible really bothers you, uh, tells me that you're probably bothered by it because you're guilty of it, and you probably feel like I'm personally attacking you. And maybe I am. Maybe that's a you problem. Maybe you should look, so search your soul and find out why you feel so fucking guilty about some of this. Uh, Fawag says, like my grandpa used to say, take a cow's... <laughs> Did your grandpa really used to say this? Take a cow's cunt and stretch it over her head and get a bull to fuck some brains into her. Hmm. Okay, so uh, Grandpa was a farmer slash retired... Um, he was a rough guy. <laughs> I don't know if... Do you think Grandpa said that? He might have. <clears throat> Terroristus domesticus, domesticus caucasan, ca, oh my god, caucasianus, ca, caucas, I mean it's supposed to be caucasian, 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 ca, f, ah. Terroristus domesticus caucasan, fuck! I, I don't... I'm moving on. I'm, I can't do... Somebody's... <laughs> Kevin, tell me what that name says. <laughs> I'm just going to do that from now on. I'm just going to wave the wand and someone will... <laughs> Imaginary Kevin. Kevin, come back. We're so lost without you. We no one to bully. No one to spit on. Kevin, come back. I was really mean to that imaginary friend, particularly. I feel bad about it. I feel bad about that imaginary person I created and abused severely. I think I feel bad for me. Because it was me I would have been abusing. Anyway, he says, I'm pretty sure our friend uh, Billy was Toronto police chief during the Sherman murders. Was he then? He wasn't far removed, if he was. Wasn't. The same police department that ruled it a suicide initially. I wonder if that got old Bill his cabinet spot. 
Well, we can't speculate. We don't know. All we know is two very prominent members of the community in Toronto. We're, I mean, not my community. I think they're just people, you know, of Toronto. Two Canadian people. They were like billionaires. They weren't like nobody. Fucking murdered by hitmen in their home. Assassinated and no one seems to be fucking interested. This was shortly before the pandemic, by the way. Pharmaceutical company. Like, do you see what I mean? See what I'm saying? There's other stuff going on there. I don't want to waste any more time on it and get into And I don't, you know, but... I'm confident that the this the the autists will know what I mean, and they'll they'll know it when they see it and go ah, and they'll be all over that for a week, which is good because I'm not gonna find anything. They might, maybe they will. You never know. Kevin listens to Air Supply. Yeah, he would. Kevin would listen to Air Supply. Yes, that is a that is a very Kevin like thing to do. Speaking of Kevin's, um. These guys really embody a lot of, of what Kevin is about. Uh, this, the minister, we got some clips from Balgord here. We got some commies. We'll get to that. We also got some, oh, there's so many ridiculous things. What do I do? What do I do? There's so many things to talk about. I want to talk about this fucking... situation that's unfolding in the United States a little bit. I probably should have did it earlier because it's a, there's a lot to go on there. Basically, there'll probably be a race war in America. I, I don't... It's being it's being framed that way. It's being set up that way. It's being encouraged and as much fuel is being dumped into that as possible to where. I mean, it's basically already in progress. It's just all... There's there's race-based killings happening constantly. Um, a, lot of, a lot of white people specifically <laughs> being murdered uh, because the media has essentially made it uh, okay to do. And um, this is kind of what I'm talking about. At least Elon Musk drew some attention to this. This is one of the examples I'm talking about. And this is why I saw a tweet the other day. Somebody said, however much you hate journalists, it isn't enough. You don't hate them enough. Trust me, you don't. You think you do, but you don't. Oh, my God, the journalists, you guys, they're crucial. Like, there's only so many things you can be caught lying about. Maybe only just once, sometimes. And the the pandemic stuff was bad enough. That's a bad enough one lie, but there's been quite a few. There's a number of reasons to never, you know, not trust the media. And and the kind of bias, the political bias they apply to everything is incredibly disgusting. There's no lengths. You know, you, you might think there, there must be a bottom. Like, they wouldn't go this low. No, there is no bottom. They'll do anything. Um, I'm going to decide what order to show you this. And I will tell you right now, this is a murder you're going to watch. <laughs> Um, the video has been flying around the internet because these guys uploaded it to social media. Two guys hijacked a car, two black guys, uh, stole a car and went on a joyride killing spree and were ramming cars and hitting people and, and, uh, just decide to target this guy. He's on a bike and they just, uh, he's a white guy. Let's kill him. And they run him over and kill him. Um, I think Derek played it the other night. So if you don't want to watch that, um, you know, turn the volume down and look away. How you doing? This is in Las Vegas, I believe. Bitch ass nigga! Stop talking shit, bitch! Yeah, yeah, you showed him. What a hero. You're a hero. A lot of honor here, right? Very honorable, badass, cool thing to do. These guys are cool. They're definitely not pieces of shit. They're definitely not the scum of society. Look at this.
Get out of here. Get out of here. He's knocked out. He's dead. So that's what happened. You just saw it. You want to see how it came out in the media? Retired police chief killed in bike crash. Because that's what happened. You saw it. Technically, actually, he was on his bike. He did crash. It's not a lie. This is what they fucking do every goddamn day, man. All the time. And they and they seem to not understand why people hate them ferociously. There's nothing you won't lie about. A retired police, he was the chief of police. He gave his whole life for fucking law enforcement and trying to protect his people. And then gets murdered by criminal scum. And you protect the criminal scum. Why, why should any of us give a shit about anything anymore then? Maybe the guy was a piece of shit. Who knows? All I know is that's not what fucking happened. Bike crash. That was a murder. Hit his ass. Let's get his ass. Ha! Nigga got knocked out. Yeah, no, you killed him. You ran into him with a fucking sedan at 110. Despicable. They lie about the dead, the vaccinated kids. The side effects, the war, people being murdered in the street. And if you think, well, go go follow Fairy's channel if you want to taste. If you want to taste. He's really been into that lately. You want to see how much violence is out there? The amount of attacks on And it's just nonstop. Now, the, the way the media prints it, though, uh, everything's fine. But every once in a while, sometimes racist white people kill a black man because it's the Ku Klux Klan. And poor George Floyd. Once upon a time, there was just a little baby boy. Little baby boy, George Floyd. And he was just out riding his tricycle around in that hot, hot sun. And he was out playing with his friends. And for no reason at all, these Ku Klux Klan-wearing police came and they killed little baby George Floyd. They just they just killed him and they strangled his little baby, poor baby neck to death right there on the road. Just because. That's what happened. Is that what happened, or was he a violent criminal with a criminal history of a violent assaults and drug dealing and so on, gets arrested, swallowed his stash of fentanyl he was selling on the street when he got caught, and then died of an overdose? Right, that's what happened. Now I remember. But that didn't stop you from putting that cop in jail for the rest of his life. He got a, he got a life sentence, you know that, right? So this guy just did what he always did piece of shit swallows drugs kills himself because he's retarded dies and it's the cop's fault he goes to jail forever for the rest of his life and if he doesn't get murdered in jail they made him like the fucking worst guy that has ever lived they put the other cops in jail too one of them was an asian guy and it's like he's like what did i do he's like you were there though and we kind of don't like asians either so fuck you you go to jail too what that's the world they think that that's the world they want you to believe is happening. But in reality, uh, it's actually the inverse. And there's a shitload of pointless, senseless, grotesque, violent attacks, uh, race-based killings on white people all the time. It's all over the internet. I see it every day, and it's endless. It's new ones all the time. It's not the same 10 over 30 years that are on repeat to make it look like there's a ton. No, there's new ones every day. Kids are with cell phones all the time. It's constant. It's constant. It's constant. 
And when somebody dies and gets killed over it, the media says, oh, you know. So anybody scrolling by doesn't see, you know. And thank goodness for this, at least Twitter. Oh, reader's context added. Oh, I bet. What does the context say? An article uh, clarified that the driver was intentionally hit, the cyclist, based on what the video is saying. Oh, really? Do you find this helpful? Yes. Yes, I do. What was it helpful about? Hmm. It definitely addressed the claim. It provided important context. It used neutral and... Yeah, you know what? It was easy to understand. It And it, it did everything. It did everything. It fully satisfied me. Thank you very much, Community Notes. That's the first time I've ever done that. I, I, I felt good to do. I felt proud of that. You know? Once again, before we get out of here uh, towards the end of the evening, I want you to make sure that you remember to do that. Email your MPs and your MLA, everybody. This hategate stuff is crazy. They want more money to attack more Canadian citizens. These peop- these maniacs want more power to lie about more shit, and when there's more killings and violence and stuff, like this is all over the place. Down Toronto is a war zone. Edmonton is a war zone. Vancouver is a war zone. You won't hear about it unless a white guy's involved and he did something shitty. Then it's all over the fucking news for a week. But anything other than that, why don't you go check the top the top 25 most wanted in Toronto? That's a game we play sometimes. That's fun. Shows you shows you shows you all the white supremacy going on. So you know, let's listen to these people. Then we'll get out of here soon. Listen to this. This is uh. This is from the t- speaking. Of, so we're gonna circle back here and and end out and get out of here with this. This is after everything has come out with all the hate gate stuff. That it was all bullshit. The police knew it was bullshit. They told them it was bullshit. This is what they said at the time. If you don't remember, loading wheel. They didn't say loading wheel. I'm just. You know. Indeed, several of the individuals at Coots have strong ties to a far right extreme organization with leaders who are in Ottawa. False. We're talking about a group that is organized. False. Agile. False. Knowledgeable. False. And driven by an extremist ideology. Partially true. (laughs) Where might makes right. False. Can you explain exactly what group you're talking about? How big is it? How much of a threat is this to people's safety? Please expand on what you said because that was quite striking. That was quite striking. And this is the reason they suspended civil liberties and enacted martial law in Canada, by the way, guys. I've been fucking screaming about it the whole time. Finally, some people are paying attention. Finally. It only took, like, over a year and a half, and I had to go to jail, and all of this shit had to happen. But it was worth it. Well, I think we're beginning to see what we're beginning to see emerge now are the, the hallmarks of a um, sophisticated and capable organization of a, of a small number. He's talking about you, the, the people that follow my podcast. This is lit- directly who he's talking about. I'm not exaggerating. It's all in the documents. Of individuals, but with a steel resolve um, driven by an extreme ideology that would uh, seek to create to overthrow the existing government and create some kind of a parallel structure. And it may sound... Are they in the room with you right now? ...sound uh, far uh, out there in left field. Um, you talked about... The- Later that day at a press conference. Individuals at Coots have strong ties to a far-right extreme organization with leaders who are in Ottawa. Are you talking about the leaders of the convoy who sometimes hold press conferences, who we've seen on, on social media talking about fundraising... Who exactly are you talking about? Does the group have a name? What is this far-right organization with ties between Coots 
than the leaders in Ottawa. Alex, those are very good. Alex, those are very good questions for law enforcement and for police. Yeah. Want to follow up on Marika Walsh's? And guess what the law enforcement police said? Question. I think that um, we need to be certain that it sounds like you are making the connection between the rhetoric of. Uh, who is this? Who said this? I want to go back and you. You have a fucking bullshit detector. Who was saying this question? And for police. Yeah. Want to follow up on Marika Walsh's question? I think that Didn't say who um, we need to be certain that it sounds like you are making the connection between the rhetoric of uh, suspects who you know are accused of attempted and conspiring to attempt murder in in Coots, Alberta, and the organizers here. So, is that what your conclusion is, or is that something that's backed up by evidence of an ongoing? law enforcement investigation no i think you have it right i mean i think the pattern that we're seeing here is in the rhetoric that is being used not only in coots not only in ottawa but right across the country so then it's your your conclusion it's it's certainly i think the conclusion of many individuals and canadians who are taking a look at uh, social media and it's uh it's uh everybody knows that that was literally his answer so is this your conclusion? Oh well, just I mean, like everybody know everybody knows this. Everybody knows this is true. All, all kinds of people, every like other guys and people are people are saying things. I mean, there's like people, there's like stuff out there. I mean, have you seen like stuff that that things that other? I mean, that there's other there's other people and there's and they've written things and there and I've and I've seen if you and and who are and how long have you been in here? Do you have credentials? I don't think you should be in here. I think guards take him away. <laughs> Palace guards, remove this man. Remove this person from my sight never ask me a question again never ask me again let's go listen to the uh let's go listen to the talking let's go listen to the experts what are they saying we infiltrate neo-nazi groups so as to expose them and shut them down uh, and as part of that we learn about how they use hate speech and propaganda to try to groom and recruit canadian children then there's the issue of recruitment white supremacist groups in north america have become very good at targeting children with me this is the anti-hate director by the way some propaganda Trump signaled to people that it was okay to say their racist thoughts out loud. Racist Canadians and racist Americans tried it out, and lo and behold, there were no consequences on social media. Tried it out. It was Trump's fault. Trump said racist things and turned everybody racist, and now they're all caught the racism disease. That's what happened. And then those people found each other and became a movement. Now that movement is in several countries, and it's inspiring mass murders and in the Canada, United States, they're kind of doing dry runs to carry out an actual undemocratic insurrection. An actual- you mean like uh, dry runs, like what, like like getting in a Jeep Patriot and plowing over a pile of people at a, at a civil protest in Winnipeg? That kind of shit? Or what are we talking about here? Undemocratic insurrection. Uh, our very democracy is now facing an existential threat because we haven't done anything about it for a decade. We infiltrate. People think the wrong thing, so democracy is at stake, you see? He's a Nazi hunter. That's what he does. He's an infiltrator. He's a he's a super spy, guys. He's a really cool guy. Oh, there's more. What's this one about? This is another guy. Wiretap Media on a Twitter. Follow that guy. Um, so this directly implicates uh, you guys, or directly involves the you know these the Million Man March uh, people. You might want to hear this because uh, he's uh, maybe. Where are all these people coming from? Well, let's just listen to what he says here. And to your question about the government, you know, well, what do we need to start doing about it? Um, I will say, you know, we, a lot of these programs that are intended to combat hate or racism um, that have quite a lot of money attached to them, 
Um, they fund a variety of projects, some of which are very good. They fund a variety of projects, do they? Mm, what are those? Are they, the, are they the dark arts? Are they ecstasy in the dark arts? A lot of which is research, and almost none of which is... Uh, research into the dark arts on ecstasy! Please touch my deck! Um, particularly aggressive. Now, ironically... <laughs> Topic is Islamophobia in Canada. The Million Man March is was it originated with a lot of Muslim families, and there's a lot of them involved. So, <laughs> the irony. Aggressive. Um, you know, we want to see funding not just go for research, but to fund a movement to counter their movement. Right. We need to fund a movement to counter. So they want to pay people to to show up to confront you if you're protesting or you're demonstrating, or you're marching, or whatever. He thinks that Canadian taxpayer should give him money so he can pay thugs to go out and fuck with you. Isn't that nice? To fund a movement to counter their movement, right? They have pundits. They have, what could go you know, wrong? streamers. They have... They Who's they? They have. You have the federal fucking government, dipshit! Seed money from the Southern Poverty Law Center, a fucking north of a quarter million dollars from the federal government. All kinds of people are chipping in grants left and right. All they have. Fucking individual ordinary Canadians that can't even afford to feed themselves are yelling into fucking $200 microphones. And you, so you need $6 million from the government so you can stop them? Is that what's happening, heroic Nazi hunter? Are you fucking Indiana Jones now? an entire movement that can bring a bunch of people in vehicles to Ottawa. We don't have any movement to combat that. Yeah, because nobody likes you. Because you're a piece of shit. Because you're a liar. Because you're a communist. Nobody wants to be around you fucking people. You're insufferable. No one would show up for anything because you don't believe in anything. You're a bunch of consumer, vapid, soulless freaks. The only thing you bother to show up for is to attack people like this because you just seem to can't stand the possibility that there's decent people in the world that will oppose your degenerate behavior. That drives you fucking crazy. So that has to be stopped. Movements can only beat movements. We need to be building a pro-democracy, an inclusive movement that would protect people in Canada, especially members of equity-deserving groups, from the rise of the far right. And I would call it a pro-democracy movement. The rise of the broke cab driver. Oh, yes. The rise of the unemployed nurse. The rise of the laid-off police officer. The rise of the fired fireman. And the rise of the 5 f soldier. The rise of all these fucking people that your bullshit destroyed their lives. They also attacked everybody that was a so-called anti-vaxxer, by the way. Anti-lockdown person. Anti-masker. All the same guy, same people. The rise of the ordinary Canadian having had a Enough of your shit! I'm sure it's real terrifying for you, Evan. I hope you do have nightmares, and you should. They're deserved. I would be very fucking worried if I were you. Right? And I would call it a pro-democracy. This is not right? going your way. And the government should be putting money towards that. It's a nonpartisan thing, right? A oh, yeah. Movement. So, mm -hmm. I believe You're super nonpartisan. They should give you $6 million. Because you're probably anti-fascist, and we, we wear that bias on our sleeve, and, and we need to give these kinds of people, this is who he's talking about, this is it. This is the counter, <laughs> oh, what are they talking about? The fascists are organizing in the streets. Um, I'm a researcher uh, at Carleton, and my focus is...
Oh, hang on. I wish this video was clear. Is she wearing a toque or a backwards hat? Regardless, she's trying to dress and look way younger than she is. So that's already... I'm detecting a massive amount of insecurity immediately from this person. I'm it now. Peterson's over. It's me. You're an extremely insecure woman. What were you saying? Organizing in the streets. Um, I'm a researcher uh, at Carleton, and my focus is fascism in Canada and the sign... So she had to tell everybody her credentials and how amazing she is and how she's a big shot. So, yeah, the insecurity is just doubling. There's two two strikes already. ...that I've seen that we're rising, that this is far more than just like a far-right transphobic protest. They are fundamentally racist. They are fundamentally anti-union. They are fundamentally queer and transphobic. And it's just a matter of time before... Uh, they're Muslims. Yes. ...or they come to us. And the only way, the best way that the fascists have been stopped in the last hundred years has been when we unite in massive numbers in the streets. Oh, okay. So we need massive numbers in the streets to fight the fascists. The The March for Children's Rights is fighting the Nazis in the streets, according to these fucking freaks and psychos. Where does it come from? It comes from the Anti-Hate Network. This is who funds a lot of this rhetoric, a lot of this messaging, a lot of these um, contracting... Ooh, they've paid the, the the toolkit, the educational toolkits. They're putting these, you know, these little educational kits into Canadian schools. They're, uh, you know, giving uh, <laughs> information to law enforcement on how they're to behave, critical race theory. All this shit is being pushed from every direction, everywhere. And people are sick and tired of it. Especially, you know, it, it <laughs> it's pretty obvious who it is exactly they don't like. Because there's a certain amount of people that can uh, get away with quite a lot. And, and that doesn't ever seem to draw the attention of the anti-hate people, does it? Do you think they ever talk about MS-13? I brought that up a bunch of times. You think they're talking about that? Is that hate? I think it's pretty hateful to be operating a drug cartel in your city and preying upon its population and using basically their blood to enrich yourself at their the cost of their literally their lives. You must really have to hate someone to do something such as that. Uh, that's where I would start as an anti-hate organization. I'd be targeting, you know, murderous drug cartels and very dangerous, insti- you know, groups like that that are in our country and not ordinary people. But you know, I'm also not full of shit. So I mean, that's you know probably part of it. Um, but the anytime a white guy has a problem and it's uh, you know a more of a right wing leaning kind of idea. That person is automatically Hitler and a racist and a Nazi and a bigot and a phobe and an ism and a fee and a bean and a bean. And it goes on and on and on and on with every single fucking slapstick or emoji and asterisk that they can possibly apply to you. While this goes on, because maybe you were complaining about this. Maybe you're an American and you're like, hey, what's going on with the border? That's the, uh, this is the U.S. border now. This is people just coming into America in the thousands every day, every day. You're paying for it. And I guess some of them are making their all the way up here to Canada. Hey, we've got Mexican cartels in Edmonton. Anything's possible. Chase your dreams, kids. We'll march all the way. We'll walk all the way to Canada. And we'll start a... I'll join my cousin in Toronto. We'll have a fucking gang war there, too. Good stuff. There's definitely no criminals. There's no... It's fine. None of this is a threat to anyone. There's no problems that this is going to arise from this constant stream of foreign strange people that we can't possibly, you know. <laughs> Why would anybody be concerned about any of that? There's nothing to worry about, you know. 
All right. Last, last couple here. If there's anything else, I think we're all caught up through Rumble and then got Entropy. Scott says, I love how we're considered sophisticated. Oh, I, I know. We're very powerful. I'm literally sitting in my underwear and chewing tobacco. I believe you. I'm wearing sweatpants. Jesse says, fuck off, Larry, inbred pervert. Yeah. Yeah, Larry's, uh, Larry's not a... He makes threats. He does. And he's a violent guy. He's known to lose his temper a lot. He doesn't like being mocked. He doesn't like that. He will he will really lose his fucking shit. You do that. All right. So And you don't have to take, and I'm not the only one saying these things, right? A lot of people will say, "Oh, the, the rhetoric, the stuff that McKenzie talks about or says this is all crazy insane nonsense. He's just violent, scary." Blah, 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 blah. I'm not the only one talking about these things, about these obvious problems that every smart person in the world has recognized is inevitably going to come to pass because it's just 2 plus 2 equals 4. If you just look at it long enough, if you have half a brain, it, you know, eventually uh, you come to this conclusion that th- this is this is where we're going as a society. So, um, leave you with this to maybe ponder. If you don't want to listen to me, well, let's listen to one of your guys. Here's uh, this is up, up here. This is Brett Weinstein, I believe, talking to a panel of uh, uh, well, I don't know, probably leftists. But if we let the parties continue to play their role, they're going to start a race war. I mean, very predictably. No, I, I think the Democrats uh, are basically cynically toying with partnering with this so-called anti-racist movement and that that is going to back whites against the wall and cause them to start seeing things racially in a way that they haven't in more than a generation and that the net result of those two phenomena is that we are going to be headed to a conflict that nobody knows the way out of. Two plus two equals, Brett can see it. And what's more, unlike our first civil war, there's not even a geographic uh, dis- description of a solution, right? I'm it's not, not sure about that, though, because you have quite a lot of whites that are um, no longer interested or exhausted in their own identity who are not going to be taking up that war. So it gets a lot more complicated than white versus black. I agree it's more complicated, but do you see a way that it ends acceptably? I mean, you have a well-armed rural white population that is now correctly understanding that it is being targeted by a mob that claims it's guilty of all sorts of things that it actually isn't guilty of yet. Bodes well. Bodes well. Keep it up. Keep it up. Pedal to the metal. What could go wrong? These groups, these ADL, SPLC, these anti-hate groups, they create these people. They created all of this. Now we're trapped in it, and I don't know if there's any way out. Give them more money. Give them more. Write to your MPs and your MLAs and tell them how much more money you think the Canadian Anti-Hate Network should get. And link them to hategate.ca and Harrison Faulkner's video from True North. Those two things should cover it. And if it doesn't, well, hey, we warned you. We tried to warn you. You didn't want to listen. All right. That's Monday. We got one down. I'm so tired. My head hurts. But uh, I don't want to interrupt this perfect song. So six-step Tyrannus. Pop, pop. 
I'm Lane Staley now. Thank you very much, guys. RagingDistant.com has all of my social media links, Substack, link, Telegram, link, all that links to the links and the stuff. And if you want to buy Derek a front door, you can go to the Griff.shop and, and buy some garbage. It, like, it's garbage. It's nothing. But it's... We're just stealing. We're just stealing. But we're asking you first. All right? It's honest grifting. It's honest grifting. Hey, give us money. We want, we want money. Give it to us. It's the Canadian way. You heard Olivia. Give or take money. You have money. Give me the money. I want to have money. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Have a good one. Take us away, Larry. I told you not to teleport me into stolen military equipment ever again. 
There's no room in here. Well, I, I can tell you ejected the pilot. Is he alive? Where are we taking this? Are you taking this to the Chinese? I they'll, we'll, they'll pay you, I know, but... Oh. How long is this good? Is there anything to eat up here? Stolen plane. F-35. 